What's up, guys? Welcome to Winnipeg's Finest, the podcast where we get personal with notable Winnipeggers. If you haven't been with us before, here's what you've missed. So, I got an extra hour of sleep. That's not that's good. That's good. I'm going I'm to I'm just say this. I'm just going to say this. 50 Cent said he didn't sleep, and that dude got shot how many times? Hey, buddy. <laughs> but the point that I took away there was even the greatest player in the fucking world checks his ego and is always looking to be a learner. I'm, I always think about that. I'm like, the world's fucked up. But it's like, you just gotta really create an environment then that's not so fucked up. Yeah. You know? Like, how's it gonna get better if you're not yeah. doing that? Yeah, if you raise a child right, like, they'll be out. You know yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so, so much to the fans who continue to support. You guys are awesome. We love you like crazy. This is why we love podcasting. This is why we love bringing you guys episodes. Please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're listening. Remember to follow us on social media at WPGS Finest Pod on Instagram. And make sure you're staying posted and telling people about the podcast. We appreciate and love the support you give us. So just know that it lifts us up so much and we're very grateful. What's up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Winnipeg's Finest. Today's guests are... Is this on right? Yeah, it's on perfectly. Uh, Faja and Nick Alakin, also known as Cass Maharaj and Nicola Maharaj. Uh, Faja, of course, is a recording artist. He does a lot of, like, cool fucking, like... I don't even know how to describe it. I think it's techno, but I don't want to say that if it's not, because I'll sound like a dunce. I mean, I do a pretty good job of doing that anyways. Anyways, Faja, at Faja Music. Follow him Instagram below. Uh, and then Nick Alakin, owner of 441 Main. He, they've both been on before. This is a great fucking time. Hey there, guys. My good friend Eric at My Ride Auto wants to save you the hassle of going to the dealership. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade a vehicle, tell Eric what you're looking for, and you'll bring it right to your front door. For the absolute highest level of customer service matched with stress-free approval and purchase, call or message Eric. Get approved today. His info is in the description below. Make sure you look at that now and call him if you're looking for a vehicle. Vehicle. Also, we're brought to you by Jellyfish Floats Bar, the best place in Winnipeg to receive float therapy, which is where you line a pod with shallow water and a thousand pounds of Epsom salts, and you get to relax and de-stress, and it's just great for your muscles, great for your mind. I do it all the time. Uh, if you use our code, if you use our code Winnipeg's Finest, you get fifteen percent off all float purchases. Now, here are Faja and Nick Alkin. Everybody that knows what our radar is. And okay, this one weekend when I was sick. You can put a drone in the sky and kind of see there's a curve going on or see there's water between us and Australia. <laughs> yeah. This, this um, one weekend when I was sick, though, I, 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 I was bored, so I went into these forums to find out like, what they're about. Are you a or just reading? I was trolling them a little bit. Okay. But, like, they actually believe, like, all engineers, astronauts, pilots, they're all just paid off. Like, what would the point of that be? It's go. more believable that half the people on the planet are paid off than to believe that the world is just ground. Yeah. Like, what, what would the point be? That's my question. They say they need to keep everybody, the government needs to keep everyone in an illusion or something. But I, I don't actually know why. They were keeping an illusion kind of when, they were, when the Earth was flat. It was just an assumption, and then eventually the discovery came that it was round. Why would, I don't know. There's a lot better things to keep us an illusion of than the world being flat, I think. I mean, the world being round. Wasn't it like, I mean... Uh, Eddie Bravo talks about this a lot on Joe Rogan. He's my fucking favorite. He's, he's funny. Episode. Huh? He's on a bunch. Yeah. He's yeah. On I, a, I only watch like really key episodes. Like He was on the Alex Jones one. Was he? Like the five yeah. hour one? He I was, didn't watch the He was the guy who was trolling out. I watched like an hour and then I like watched the clip where he freaked out. That's the clip where the guy freaked out. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he was talking about, he's like, oh, oh, what the fuck did he, he's like, oh, 
Because did you know that Nazis started NASA and they run NASA? And then Joe's like, yeah, they live in South America. He's like, well, what does that have to do with today, though? He's like, I just can't trust him. I just can't trust him, man. Nazis can't trust South America. Can't trust uh, NASA. Anybody. <laughs> I don't think Alex Jones trusts anybody, to be anybody. honest. It must be a really problem. shitty life to live. Yeah. Can you imagine really just not trusting anyone? He's got to be... He's in my cabin, like, so you'd be, like, sleeping next to your wife, just, like, staring at him all night. He's got to be stressed. Set an alarm every 20 minutes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> motion sensors and stuff. I, I'm actually not convinced that he believes everything. You know, like, you know, how, sure he he ma- you know, he, you know how he makes his money, right? Because he has, he has his, like, whole Infowars show. And um, well, he, he he'll be like, money. you can't drink your water. There's cyanide in it. Um, it's gonna like fuck your brain up, and he's like, "Well, here's a filter to buy, and it's like a stupidly expensive filter." Like he has really? all these alternatives, so it's like, and "Are you like making up brand. these conspiracy?" Yeah, his brand. He's like, "Are you making up these conspiracy theories to sell product, or do you actually?" Well, probably is something he discovered he could do. I forget who it was. It was one of the like it was the complete opposite side of like the his political standpoint that he's at now. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's with liberals now, or not? Alex liberals. Jones now he's a conservative. Yeah, conservative. Yeah, conservative. But yeah, he's and then like a few years like prior, he was like. Boot, bo- boasting and like riding with like the other guy. I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Politics, but so whatever. Back he always does that. That's it's just a. Well, fit. Trump it's just a... back and forth too. Trump yeah, because like, yeah. well, like there was an interview like thirty years ago. They're asking like, oh, like if you ran for president, because he's he's conservative. I think that was fake. The interview where he said he'd run for conservative because it'd be easier to get in because they're idiots. I think that was fake. Yeah, that, that was that, that was, was fake, but I think he was. I think though. He, he was, was Democrat yeah. earlier because he was like but with uh, Clinton or something. Was I? Yeah, I don't know. If he necessarily should be on any political party, I mm-hmm. think he just really cared about winning. Yeah. And I think that that's the side that he could go on to be able to win, essentially. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. think he said that explicitly, but it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I just think he, like he just wanted to win. He's it's trying just to, purely pride and ego for him. He's trying to prove a point to Obama for roasting him. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> if I have some spare time and money on my hands, it's I'm just for this guy. It's wrong. just for the merit. Like, he turned down the, he turned down the salary. For yeah, being it's a president, it's, it's yeah, it's really just to say, oh, I was president. Well, I'm like the richest man money. in the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's literally yeah. all it is. I mean, when you're yeah. a billionaire, like he does get bored. Money, yeah. He probably gets bored. Yeah, yeah it's another accomplishment. Let me put on his shelf and him to boost his ego, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe make it easier to find out how to live forever. I really think the <laughs> only way to like unsee them as president if is if somebody just brought in a bigger asshole. Like it. <laughs> my my thing is if I were to run for presidency in america i would make attack ads against myself that are so <laughs> over the top they'd be hilarious and be like do you remember when nicholas bueno killed his family and they'd be like my wife would be a commercial she'd be like i fucking hate that guy don't vote him in and be like a video of me like shooting somebody and I, yeah. I, you get some you get voters for that exactly yeah, that definitely draw attention i i think trump will bring the opposite of what he is, though. They typically just go right and left, right yeah. and left, right? I think he's and then you go further right and you go further left and then Obama's further left and now he's like super far right and now you're going to get super far left in response as like a... I think he's mm-hmm. just going to... I think he's going to get it in for a second term. I believe so. I think so, too. Just solely based on the fact that, I mean, like, he did keep a lot of his political promises to be like... I mean, to be frank. Like, yeah. he raised... Uh, well, whatever it is, like, the people amount of people working in the country. Like, he... He just signed that like almost two billion dollar like autism uh, bill too. So I don't think that's why he's gonna win. I think he's just gonna win because nobody else can be able to get as many votes as him. It's gonna be too split on every side. If yeah. the whole case with Ukraine actually falls through, then maybe he won't. 
What's, what's well, with Ukraine? So he met with like one of the ambassadors of Ukraine, and he was trying to use his, like he was pretty much trying. Actually, to, like, really, really quickly, just hold up for a second. I forgot to do this again. Yeah, Fajr, say something, please. Hello, Nick, say something. Hello. Okay, there we go. Keep Thought this was the same episode. <laughs> oh, Alex Jones in this bitch. <laughs> well, that, the other one's going on the end of this. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, sorry. Continue about Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. So he was trying to do, like quid pro quo. So he was like. Um, he was pretty much saying that he would offer aid to Ukraine if um, if they investigate Biden's son who does business in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So that's you're not allowed to do that. That's illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but what's the, what's the point of investigating Biden's son? Just to say, ha ha ha, Biden and his family are losers. He wants to yeah. prove that he yeah. could beat Biden in a fight. I, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to prove I, it. <laughs> I think so. He can hold it against Biden in the next uh, election because. Pretty sure Biden's like beating most people in the polls right now. Is he yeah, beating, is he beating Bernie too? In some some states, mm. yeah. See, Bernie would be the far left response that I would expect. But I really I hope would, Bernie gets voted in just based just solely based like on about him, things I don't like about him. He's, only, I only found out one thing I don't like about him that just popped up on my Twitter. Bernie, yeah. What? Uh, just taxing people's assets. If there's like oh, yeah. is, and it's not that I don't believe billionaires should be taxed more. I just don't like taxing assets. So mm-hmm. something like eight percent tax on your assets if you have more than like ten billion or something like that in assets. But that makes sense if you're making ten billion. No, it's not making. It's what you already have. You oh, so that, I think you should. If you have, if you're making that much money, tax like pretty much as much as you want. I would say I honestly think the net tax should never go above fifty percent for the sole reason that you shouldn't be paying the government more than you're actually making. Is it, yeah. Is there? But, Sorry, go on. But uh, taxing 8% on what you already own, it's like your average savings account is like 2%, not even. Yeah. And then you're, uh, if you count like um, inflation and stuff, it's like you're pretty much guaranteeing that they're losing their money. And I don't know. Like, I get it. But you, I'm building on the greatest thing. But I think <laughs> like... like you know, all the, all, whatever you want to say. But mm-hmm. I think it just doesn't make sense that they have to lose their money like that. It should be speed based on income and have a ridiculous income tax. It's probably the best is, way to do it. Is there a way, though, to throw what you're making into assets? That way you can kind of hide it? Yes, absolutely. So, so that's why... Yeah, money so there could be, but... It's not necessary. Like, what if somebody just wanted to retire and just had all their cash now sitting in an account and then they just disappear? Like, for example, a lot of people, like, write things off as business expenses or they cover their housing or mm. uh, all their rent and shit as a business expense because their business... I think there's a better way to do it. I feel like there has to be a way to look into it more to actually be able to tax that better. The, than the, the thing is, though, if they do just want to close, close a loophole, if anybody can afford that, it's billionaires. Yeah, they can, but... I don't know. I think it's just a better way to do it. Like eventually, it's like <clears throat> making a policy that will eventually have to be changed doesn't really make sense. Yeah, because then at that yeah. point, I think you're just chasing billionaires out of the country because they're going to be like, why the fuck am I going to live here where I'm going to live somewhere else that's not going to mm-hmm. tax me nearly as much for my assets? And you do want yeah. them there, so... Yeah, billionaires, I mean, like, you know Robert Kiyosaki, the government gave him $300 million to create jobs. Well, it's good. You need, you need jobs. Yeah. Like, especially when there's Damn. a bigger issue with lack of jobs. Exactly. Yeah. So you I, want rich people in yeah. your country. I didn't realize he was like trying to like tax you like on money you had in your bank. Like, yeah, that's I think they said eight percent on over ten. I, I don't quote me on the numbers, but it was. I remember it being like a little bit. Like even if it was like one percent, I'd be like, okay, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah, you could because it also it depends what their assets are too, right? Like, yeah, I wonder if all their assets are like Trump, where it's like hotels and apartments that are actually probably making more than that eight percent. Then that's fine. But if it's somebody that literally just has like an account with cash in it, like <laughs> obviously nobody brought that'll make anybody's an account with like t- over ten billion in cash, but still. It's probably some um 
There's probably some money. Probably like Bezos or uh, something like that, right? Like Russian probably billionaires. Not even. I think Bezos, most of his money is technically like Amazon stock. Yeah. Oh, fair. Yeah. Can you imagine if somebody, like if you're a banker and somebody pulled up, they're like, yeah, I want to put $10 billion into this account. <laughs> <laughs> you get an explanation. <laughs> uh, what's his name? I don't know why. Putin probably has that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, well, probably, there's probably some, some people, Rothschild or something. somebody on the dark web. Oh yeah, the Rothschilds. Like they probably have like thirty billion each in their yeah, accounts. Their like, accounts that nobody can access because yeah. it's their banks. Yeah. <laughs> you know when uh, Bezos got divorced and his wife became the richest woman on the planet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I broke this down. It's like she could spend a million dollars every day for the rest of her life and it wouldn't do anything to her. I think that, I don't remember where I read this, but it sounds like the, the most money you'll ever really go through is a few, like the max you need is like 400 million. If you were to like blow money every day, that yeah. would be like, I guess maybe that's based on like interest you'd be gaining from it and whatnot. But 400 million is your safe zone. Like if you're yeah. Like, like if you have over 400 million, you're like never going to go broke. Essentially. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you could be a complete idiot. Probably. Go you gotta broke. be going insane. Yeah. You have to buy like a few yachts and stuff. And like yeah. a jet or some shit. Yeah. Even then, like yeah, I mean, but like if you have like an expensive house, but not four hundred million is the number that I read. I don't know why. I want that space station money. Space station money. Yeah, I want yeah. some fucking Tesla money, man. Like that'd be <laughs> nice. Yeah, but man, uh, NASA is gonna get you, bro. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it could, could be uh, NASA's gonna get you. It's like collision in space when NASA satellite collides with your space station. I can see that happening. If I had a, enough money to do it, I would definitely <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> I would definitely go to space and take like a video of what the Earth looks like. People have and done people that. People have done that, and, and then, it turned out as fly. And then, <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, not not to prove what the shape of the Earth is, just to see how many people would blow me up and say, "Why are you faking this? Like, you just went to a room and filmed yourself. Like, what's yeah. wrong with you? You're really good oh. CGI nowadays. Yeah. But you can you can use a weather balloon." fly a camera up there and like people do it and then the flat earthers are still like it's a fish eye lens it makes it look curvy. Oh yeah, oh yeah people say it's because like perspective that's why it looks these people yeah. must have never been on a plane 100 percent. well they say they say the window on a plane is fish is like a fish lens too, and they right? have a solution for everything <laughs> everything's just fish eye like, the reason it's yeah. curved though is because if it's actually it's flat. actually your eye is the shape of a fish eye. <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they actually like straighten up the window on a plane though it explodes apparently Apparently that happened in the early days of flying. Yeah, so that's it has why to be round. Curve. Yeah, I mean the whole place would be round for. But flat earthers rather have it just flat. We should make a, a plane with flat windows and like cake. Put all the flat, flat earthers in it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> like your angle, whatever that piece. I'm not a tool man. I'm a handyman. Uh, what's the what's the thing? A leveler. Put that on the window. Make sure they know it's all flat. Let them get on the plane. Take off. Let the pilot. There's probably no flat earther pilot, but. <laughs> like train one of them to fly and send them off I don't know man if I, if I were a pilot I'd pretend to be a flat earther for like a year to see what my coworkers would say and then to go find me <laughs> <laughs> did you hear about that one person on Twitter she pretended to be a Trump supporter she was like a black yeah. or something. Yeah. She pretended to be a Trump supporter and started a GoFundMe so that everybody would give her money. She's like, my parents are kicking me out because they don't understand what MAGA truly is about. Yeah. She got like $16,000 or some shit. Well, there was a guy that sent me back home or whatever. Like the black guy that said like, oh yeah. sent me back yeah, home. Yeah. And then he got a bunch of money from it. <laughs> and then he was like... <laughs> Yo, that's like the ultimate like finesse though. Yeah. Like, uh, actually, so then it's solid. You get money from the people that hate you essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And then they found out... Uh, that he was full of shit. <laughs> and they couldn't get their money back. Yeah. <laughs> He's not actually going back home. They're like, well, I was born here in the States, so 
<laughs> it's actually paying for my plane ride. Back. Yeah, at that I'm point, like you can't get your money refunded because then it's your own stupidity. That's so great yeah. Go find me. I need to find, come up with some go find me idea. Like good that. place for stuff. Yeah, just to finesse people. Yeah. <laughs> finesse people like as to why Twitter sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't need to finesse that that's just the truth yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah segue I used by totally not looking at that list of topics that we had in the group <laughs> <laughs> like trying to be slick I'm like how do I segue to the so yeah like Twitter sucking I'm not even on Twitter that much I'm only on there for Raptor stuff I am on there for club promo now at this point I do my best to avoid scrolling yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a stressful. Much, it's too much negativity. I have such a love hate relationship with Twitter. I used to love it for the memes. Yeah, well, that's I, why I, I love I, it. I'm really debating following every, unfollowing everybody except Julian Ryan at this point. But he's canceled, so somebody's gonna find out that you did that, and they're gonna they're come gonna for see you. like who's the one guy that he's following, <laughs> and I get canceled. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Kanye following Kim, but you're just following Julian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, they're gonna find you, and they're gonna come for you. They do already. The Twitter head. <laughs> yeah, that's why I switched to only doing club promo. Oh no, yeah, no more controversial topics. What do they come for you about? I uh, think we touched on it the last time, but it was just like. Anything that has an opinion, if you're allowed to have an opinion and it's not the average Twitter users are going to get mad at you for it. People want to make everyone the bad guy. And uh, they think they like, if, let's say like you, you actually have um, a goal for making the world better as most people try to say they do on Twitter going about it by trying to hate on someone's not going to make it better. And there's, I think it's called confirmation bias, but yeah. when you try and debate, debate with somebody in a, like a super aggressive way, like people do on Twitter, all you're doing is confirming that they are actually right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's they're actually being highly unproductive by jumping on Twitter. And like I've definitely been caught in that before and try to stop. But mm-hmm. like it's yeah, you're not going to get anything good on Twitter. It breeds such a big call out culture. It's like the person that just cares more about being right than actually making positive change, like he was saying. Yeah, but it's like sit there, call you out. And then the like, and the person's probably like the person could often be in the wrong. They're calling out, but calling them out, and then not educating them, and just hating them. Yeah, you have to educate them as to why they're wrong. I was not doing anything, but then they'll sit back and like, oh, I did something good. Like, oh, this guy did something really shitty. Let's go find out where he works. Oh, good, he got fired. Now, <laughs> now we change the world. It's like, no, maybe the guy now you just, just fucked someone's life up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you just fucked up the guy's life. Is probably going to hate more the reason why he was mad in the first place, and now he doesn't know. And like, yeah, you got to educate the people that like. The, the thing too is it's like pretty dangerous for yourself to get gratification off trying to burn people or like if you get gra- yeah if you get gratification off trying to confront people in a way that's not actually going to help them in like any a way power, a power game yeah you're, you're actually going to make a worse situation for everybody cause have you ever had somebody like scream at you and you're like wow you know what they're right no you just, you just, no. You just hear anger really or they're like I hate you you're a piece of shit you're a fucking <laughs> asshole and you're like wow True. Yeah, what, I yeah. suck. It's, yeah. it's not. It's, yeah, it's definitely not that, that, that way. Like, this person sucks. Everyone's yelling at me. It doesn't matter if I'm wrong or not. Right. <laughs> and the the thing too is that because like it's not the real world on Twitter, most <laughs> people aren't going to talk to you like they would in the real world. Like if <laughs> if if somebody say whatever opinion they have in public. Most people won't come up and tell you you're a piece of shit, and then start like <laughs> threatening to kill your family or whatever. Like whatever insanity it is, like. Like Twitter does not operate on keyboard warriors. Yeah, it's so it's hard to it's hard to uh, or you shouldn't try to 
mold your psyche into the way Twitter operates. It's like it's people dangerous. who sit there sipping wine and arguing with everybody on Twitter aren't really spreading anything good. No, they aren't. Spreading hate. Like, if, if Gandhi or MLK existed, so they wouldn't be on Twitter. They definitely would not. Gandhi would be making the movement on Twitter. Yeah. Gandhi so would be canceling everybody on Start, Twitter. Starting with a hashtag. Yeah. I mean, like, well, it's something... This actually fits into the political world, too. I can't remember the specific term for it, but it's like Twitter and social media delude people into people actually thinking that what's going on in Twitter is going on in real life. So, like, there yeah. was a huge surge for Bernie or something, and everybody's like... Back in 2016, and people were like, "Oh, Bernie's gonna be the <laughs> yeah, but the it, candidate for the Democrats." It's like, "Well, no." It is pretty left. It's pretty left wing. Yeah. So, yeah, it does appear that Bernie is like the, the easy way, especially 2016 is like Bernie was like the man, and it's the, like and the Bernie he, Hillary memes. Yeah, then, those are hilarious. And then Hillary obviously beat him in that running, so it's like the demographic. It's, of, it's, it's definitely deceiving. It might actually even discourage voters from going out yep if anything if more to think about it because then they're so confident that the other person's gonna win already like oh my vote won't matter yeah that's why you can't reference twitter too much because the demographic of twitter is not the demographic of real life yeah 90 percent of people who and vote that shit probably don't vote those, that's the other yeah. thing tweet it's that like, shit don't it's vote. Like, well look at look at uh look at again 2016 trump won right yeah and you didn't see that much pro-trump stuff on twitter it was, mm-hmm. and it, but it's because like I think a lot of people are scared to get in arguments as well on Twitter with a lot of mm-hmm. other people, so they don't want to. And then, and then you only get kind of one side of it on Twitter because nobody else get in arguments with. Them. I, I think the, the people <laughs> that try to come at people on Twitter too don't understand that when you try to create an environment where people are scared to state their own opinion, instead you're just going to get a bunch of people with these ideas that are going to hide in the closet, and they will carry it out in their own personal life with their family when they vote. And they're just going to keep it themselves because you've created an environment where people don't want to state it. And since they don't want to state it, you can't be rational and, and help educate them or, or show your side of the fence. So it's like they're really stabbing themselves in the foot or shooting yeah. themselves in the foot by, by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you remember a while ago? It was uh, in June, I think. There was this viral video of this guy... You just saw him in the video, but it was he works at a hotel, and this woman called him the N word over the phone. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. he he like told his boss, and she was like pleading, "Is like, it's above me, ma'am? It's above me." And it went off, and everybody's like, "Oh, it was like this is the energy I'm carrying into summer '19." And they're like, I was "Like this gives me life." And then somebody dug up old tweets of his and found out that he tweeted something homophobic, and that dude got canceled. Like people came for the dude in the video. Sounds familiar. Camera, hard as fuck. I don't remember the exact occasion, but that sounds like something that would happen. Yeah. He got canceled really quickly. I didn't yeah. hear about him getting canceled, but like I saw the initial video. Days after that video surfaced, he was canceled because was people just love digging up old tweets mm-hmm. and making sure that's like the problem with virality. Fuck. Like people are just gonna yeah. dig up whatever they yeah. can find. Well, it's also the problem with old tweets. Well, it's like Kevin Hart, right? Yeah, and it's like, I don't want to put too much of an opinion on that time specifically, but like, times change, you know? (laughs) You're allowed to grow as a person. Yeah, you can change as a person and things were accepted in the past that are not accepted now and it's like a lot of people's opinions have changed and Mm -hmm. views have changed and it's like, let them change. And like, sensitivity has changed. Why are you going to get mad at them for who they were if now they're a better person? It's like, like, oh, you were a bad person at one point in your life. It's like, now you're never allowed to be somebody. Yeah, that's the that's the thing people have to like, realize. Are, are you focusing on trying to create better people and have people uh, live a better life that would be better for society, 
or are you just trying to take them down? Because I don't, I don't think we should just be trying to take them down. Because then you just have a bunch of shitty people. Yeah, that are going to cause more shit. Hate spreads more hate. Yeah. So you should be hoping that they be, become better. Not, so that gets like yeah. taking down the person who became better. It's like, what is that? What does that preach? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it kind of fits in with what I'm, I'm reading this book called The Happiness Hypothesis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's about finding um, finding uh, modern advice and ancient wisdom and applying... And the whole book essentially boils down to balance. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, ancient wisdom sometimes steered too hard into its times. Modern psychology steers too hard into the modern times now. It's about balancing and finding value in what was said back then and what's said now. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how uh, the myth of pure evil... Yeah. Like people who uh, haven't developed their mind yet and don't see past their own bias think there is good people and there are bad people and mm-hmm. it is us against bad people. And yeah. like, yeah. if you do one thing that is bad, you are bad forever. And this is not the case. It's re- I mean, it's relative. And also... I mean, yeah, obviously. If you fucking yeah. killed 25 people and you're like, but I helped an old lady across the street the other day. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that uh, ethical question. I think Michael asked us this once, where it's like um, there's a train that's about to hit um, like one person. Or sorry, four people, Yeah, let's say. And you could press the button and switch the track, but then it's going to hit one person. I thought it was like four people or your mom. <laughs> well, yeah, you actually, actually thought that's what you were gonna say too. Yeah, you could say your mom, actually, I guess. And maybe. I'm sure people are gonna have conflicting, re- like, uh, perspectives on whether your choice was evil or not. But the point is, evil's uh, relative and subjective. And uh, I don't really believe there's such things as actual evil. evil. But I mean, obviously, there's gonna be there's gonna be situations where a lot of people are gonna be like, yeah, that's clearly evil. There's yeah. gonna be a majority of people that would agree, like most people would agree, Hitler's evil. Mm-hmm. Or that, that Martin Scully guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but there's... He's... he's he was, yeah, he was this, like, this pharma world, like, uh, and he had this, uh, I don't know if it was a cure or, like, a <clears throat> remedy to, like, like helping with uh, AIDS, and he just basically, like, marked up to, like, $100 a pill mm-hmm. when most people were selling it for, or would have sold it for, like, $10 for a piece he type like, thing. He, bought them all, right? And yeah. Then, so he had all the, whatever, the rights to all them, and... And then, yeah, and then... Well, like, and then... it was more than 100 bucks a pill, but... <laughs> yeah, I, either way, it was, like, astronomically high. Yeah. And and then he ended up buying, like, the Wu-Tang album. Yeah. And he was, like, just, like, teasing it to everyone. And he's yeah. just... He's just a pure evil... Well, now he's in jail for, yeah. like, that exact... Or, like, it was, I like, it was tax, a new reason. It was, it, was, like, it, was yeah. for ta- it was for tax reasons, I think yeah. it was. And then now he's... Now he's in jail yeah, for, like, reasons. a long time. I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought the same thing when I found out OJ was in jail. Well, he's not in jail anymore, but, like, when he was in jail, yeah. I'm, like... And my brother's like, oh, OJ's getting out of jail. I'm, like... Oh, yeah, he was in jail for, like, killing the people, right? He's like, no, it was for, like, some other reason. It was drunk driving, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? Or something like... I think it was... He got... Yeah. He, drunk driving, I thought it was. Oh, he's out now, and he's acting wild as shit. I didn't, Someone, I didn't, man, his you know, Twitter thing. Yeah, I knew he went to jail. I didn't know he was like acting wild and shit. Yeah. One second, let me ask what the hell he went to jail for. Because I feel like it's going to be tax things actually, because that's what most yeah rich people go to jail for. <laughs> I think rich people need accountants. They do. They just have <laughs> shitty ones. Yeah. Or they're trying to tax evade. Uh, Simpson was arrested in 2007 in Las Vegas, and he was charged for. With the felonies of armed robbery and kidnapping. What the oh, fuck? Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. What is a guy like that doing trying to rob people? Apparently, he was <laughs> like... money? He was super... Or it was... I remember it was... Uh, he sold 
something to someone. It was a piece of, like, his, like, Hall of Fame memorabilia. Okay. And then he tried to, like, steal it back, I think oh. it was. It was something, <laughs> like, selling it. Yeah, and then he, yeah, he, sell it, he sold it and then tried to steal it back or something like that. Because he was, like, super fucking broke after, like, the whole yeah. scandal. Okay, and he yeah. wasn't playing football at that Makes point. Sense. He was just dead broke. He yeah, just spent all his money on the yeah. wire. Bro, OJ played football in, like, the 70s. Like, he was pretty far removed from his playing days at that point. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, I, I don't know why it sounded like I'm attacking you. I'm... I'm not trying to like. No, I know, I know. I like how it's like if it was any other football player, like if Reggie Bush went broke, broke, or like Chris Johnson went broke, it's like, oh, I'm gonna make a league comeback. Yeah. Oh, it was like fifty, <laughs> sixty. Like there was no fucking Such coming back. People. <laughs> oh, shit. He's like, I'm still faster than these motherfuckers. Like, yeah, they're not gonna catch up. Yeah. I think it was they were talking about it on Joe Rogan a while ago. They were talking about like some people would just fuck people to say that the fact that they fuck them, they're like, I think it's a power thing. Yeah, he's like, do, do you think yeah. some chicks would fuck OJ, right? He's like, yeah, of course people would fuck OJ. Sure. Yeah, there's definitely some people. Just and just like, girl too. who, like, her number one person she wanted to fuck was, like, Rick Ross. And it was because he seems like he has power and he's, like, the boss. He's like, he's the boss, so you just want to, like, fuck the boss. That's good, yeah. He says he's the boss. Yeah, he's like, I'm the boss. Yeah, he's the boss. Sorry, was the guy. And I was like, shit, okay. <laughs> Shout out to all the pairs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> apparently, I'm, I'm not sure if this is true or not, and I know about religion, so I should know about this, but I heard apparently the reason why priests aren't allowed to have sex in Catholicism is because back in the day, they were fucking all the chicks in town. Really? Well, they for sure had all the power yeah. and money, I can tell you that. That's what I heard, that they were just, like, fucking everybody's wife, so, like, no, you're you're revoked, you can't yeah. do this. They just wanted that church money. That's actually too funny. They wanted I want to know if that's true. Church penis. I'll look yeah, that up. Yeah, pull that up, please. Let me slow ass. There has to be a different reason for that. If that's the yeah. actual reason, that would be ridiculous. The actual, like... But it's, it's, it's believable. The canonical <laughs> reason is because, like, oh, priests take a vow of chastity, mm-hmm. they're not allowed to masturbate, and they're not allowed to have sex, and that's yeah. how you get the kid rape thing, because they're all, like, so suppressed sexually, and they don't know how to handle it or chant. Like, I'm sure there are some... The priests who aren't doing that shit are definitely fucking chicks on the side. Like, they have to be. There's no way they're just, like... They have to find yeah. a way to rechannel their sex drive into something else. Well, do I some think, Tai Chi. Uh, I think... I think yeah, maybe... <laughs> I don't know if priests would do Tai Chi. I think most religions, when you go about like a, a monistic life or whatever, you're supposed to refrain from indulging in your senses because it's supposed to bring you closer to like your true self, which is why they don't do it. Um, I haven't yet read the full Bible, but I do you know if that's something they say? No, it's, I don't think that's in the Bible. I think it's just more so the fact that like you're married to the church now. You okay. You know, it's like, oh, the priest is supposed to take care of the church as a man's supposed to take care of his wife. I think that's in the Bible. Mm. It, it is. <laughs> I, I, I think a lot of Catholicism is based on rules. Mm. And, like, I've gr- I've grown up Catholic. I went to Catholic schools my yeah. whole lives. And, like, yeah. once my, uh, my religion teacher in grade nine, I have a bit about this for stand-up. He told us, like, on the second day of grade nine, it's like the second fucking day of school. Somebody asked him, he's like, is it a sin to get a blowjob? And he's like, not as long as you don't come in the girl's mouth. And he just moved no. on to the next question. <laughs> like, it was not interesting. <laughs> you know what he's doing. I was like, like, so you're a fucking hypocrite. Like, <laughs> That's interesting. So he's saying he has mad blue balls. I wonder, like, <laughs> or he just, he just pulls out balls. and comes on his girl's face. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's where it came from. Like, one of my friends, he used to preach, like, don't watch porn, don't watch porn, don't masturbate. Like, you're a loser if you're masturbating, you watch porn. And, like, I went on his Instagram once, and he's just, like, his explore page, 
Because the explore page is indicative of what you look at the most, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just full of big booty bitches. <laughs> I, I think, what was it? Like you have to, if you jack it like five times a week, you minimize your chance of getting prostate yeah, cancer. Yeah, it's healthy to masturbate. Yeah. Yeah. It's not healthy to watch porn. <laughs> I for sure am not getting prostate cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a point where like it does the opposite effect. Shit, I might be getting prostate cancer then. (laughs) No, because there was this guy in Brazil who died because he masturbated 43 times in a night. Jesus Christ. I know a guy that did 14 or 15 times in a day, and I thought that was a lot. 43 is... Man, like, yeah, like you, have you have to literally like sit down. I'm like, I'm a jerk. The fuck <laughs> off today. You have to be trying to set a record. <laughs> yeah, and he probably popped a Viagra or something. Because, probably. Like, he had a heart attack, so probably that's that totally guy's awesome. house probably smelled yeah. horrifying. Stank. Close the door. You're letting the stank out. Like quarantine the house. I don't, if you're doing it like cleanup crew more than twice a day, like if you're 17 and you're just like bonkers off the wall horny and you do it twice a day like okay that's not great anything more than twice a day is like you have to have really low self-respect that day or you have to have like nothing to do that you could day. be like a horny child I mean like yeah if, if it's I, was, I, I definitely did more than twice a day like still what? Well, I have, but like, <laughs> like, like, not really anymore. Like, yeah, of course. But like, I'm talking like 18, 19. I think my record is like. Eleven? Eleven? But that was literally trying to set a record. Okay, I yeah. was like sitting there, I'm like, this is my day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna beat it. I was, I was trying to beat literally. my record of how many times I had sex in a day. And my record of how many times I had sex in a day was nine. Okay. And then I wanted to beat that, so I went and. Okay. Know, we're so, gonna we're gonna have to put a disclaimer that mom can't listen to this episode. She's gonna listen. It's fine. She can listen. Because <laughs> I think like the most average, <laughs> she's already disappointed in you. If you're t- if you're 20, that's like the cutoff age. Like I think when I was like 16. Sorry, or 17. I probably should reframe the age. I think I had set that record. when I was like 21, so that means I was probably 22 when I when I had to break the record. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but go on. I don't take offense to any of it because okay. I know I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know what to be quiet, I'm Nick. I'm a, I'm a sex addict. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you were a man on a mission, and a man's purpose is his work, so that... <laughs> I, I never came close to that again after. I think so. the most I've ever gotten was, like, five, so I'm like, you know, hats off to you, bro. If, like, if I want to be honest, I did not enjoy it the last, like, six seconds of <laughs> <laughs> Can we just get this the fuck over? Like, coming out dust. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, the most I did, I think, was three in a day, yeah. and I was really bored that day, and, like... By the third time, I was firing blanks. Like, well, and then you're looking at like a screen, and you see the reflection of yourself on the screen, and it's like, I'm disappointed. Oh no! <laughs> it's like you're punching your yeah. dick out. So you're like, oh my gosh, it's screensaver because by like the sixth time, it's taking me like two hours ago. <laughs> if, if you were using Pornhub, you definitely planted a forest. What I did find a forest. Do they still do that? Yeah, they still do. I thought that was more new. Wait, what's a, what? Are they, wait, what? Like every, every hundred views. Yeah, every hundred views, they plant a tree on Pornhub. Head. I'll probably so, find a shit you're watching fucking yeah. Just leave videos on repeat. You're a bad person if you don't have like eight tabs running on a computer. It's like your computer. Like, don't worry. I'm saving the planet, man. Yeah, yeah, I do a little so high. It's like I have mad servers running for <laughs> Oh, I actually have oh, That's your professional I'm an environmentalist. <laughs> I would just put it on the weirdest videos. You put them on the top of my camera. It's like, like porn. Yeah, every, like, most popular videos in Canada right now. Like, <laughs> I had a buddy who, uh, like he has service providers like Shaw or something. It might have been MPS. And they actually called his mom because they were like, somebody in your house is downloading way too much porn. <laughs> and she had to go like talk to them. 
So she talked to my buddy, and my buddy's like, yeah, it's not me. I'm going to check with, with his brother. And like, imagine having that Was it the brother? That must uh, have been I think it was, because like, he had a really good computer. That must have been back in, like, the LimeWire days or something. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, so. they can see, like, it was, too much He was more. using all the bandwidth in the area. Apparently. Yeah, but if you don't, like, like, it was, like, LimeWire, like, like, it was that bad. <laughs> One of my friends in grade nine, he he told me that once he got seven hand jobs from his girlfriend in a day, and I'm like, damn, hand jobs. <laughs> you know, because like the most common complaint about guys with hand jobs is like, oh, I can do it better myself, so why not just do it by myself? And she got him seven times in a day. Like that's because <laughs> the skin off his dick would be like peeling. Just right gone. Away. I'm just like picturing that. I'm like, if I get like more than two hand jobs in a day, it's like just peeling. <laughs> I just can't. Like, please don't. Don't touch it. Let me It was seven, so he was probably just fucking, like, slipping around. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, shit! Put a band-aid there, band-aid there. She's better at soft hands. You know, oh. No dry skin on those hands. She there. worked construction. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, Maybe no. she can do something about Winnipeg Skyline. <laughs> <laughs> call back to the last episode that nobody gets because it, if I decide to make this a four hour episode that's going to be at the end of this episode I hope it's a four hour episode <laughs> do you think anybody's going to listen they're going to like scroll through they're going to hear you're like you're going to watch like the plays just drop after this part of this topic that we just went over that's going to be like oh, 200 okay. downloads and then everybody cancelled after <laughs> can I like unwatch this now like <laughs> you're talking about Flat Earth, okay, and Twitter, interesting, yeah. philosophy, that's wow. this guy got seven hand jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm out. It's like that Spongebob meme, it's like a real life. Like, yeah, I'm gonna head out now. I mean, let's then let's talk about something that people won't hate us for. Let's talk about your guys' uh, music label. Record label. Record label, that's what it's we called. We started a record that. label early in the year. We're, uh, we're putting, we're getting more focus into it now, we kind of drifted off from it for a bit. Because uh, I was focusing a bunch on my main alias, but... Uh, yeah. Is that difficult it, to do? Because you own a club and you are well, trying to pump out as much content. So he was had his first <laughs> alias, Faja, but then he started releasing some lo-fi music and it didn't really match what he was releasing no. before. Mm-hmm. So he was like, how, he was like, how about I uh, make a new alias? And I was like, well, what labels really have this kind of music? And the answer was pretty much none. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, how about we just start it? And then we'll start releasing his song because his songs were getting some traction, the lo-fi stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so he started in the alias. We started the label at the same time and we were releasing his songs and they got pretty good traction. But it's kind of got on hold with what he's been working on lately. So we're going to start back on it. the next couple next couple weeks. We're going to be more on it. But New one out next week, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, first, first one in like five months. So. Should I'll leak it on the show right now. Yeah. I got it on my phone, but <laughs> you, guys, you guys should use a sample of this conversation for the yeah. next bit. I, c- I always I always use different like philosophy samples. Yeah, I was gonna say like I know so. I know it's like oh like what do you think the meaning of life is? But instead, it's like yeah, so I jerked off eleven times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just call the song "Get a Nut." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I will. We'll see. Yeah, you should do soon on Slot Sounds. Is uh, is that your new sound. alias? Hmm? What's your new alias? Fa. Oh, so, because okay. what we found out, because I was trying to figure out what to call myself, we found out that, like, fa means music, and, uh, like, ja means God. So, he was like, a music God. So, I tried to not ask that, that in our episode before? I th- you might have. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I touched on it, but it's, this, yeah. this is a pretty. I, yeah, I guess it was when we started the label that we kind of looked into it. Like, what's your name? And he's like, what if I just named it Fa? Like, I can't just name it Ja because that's 
God. Yeah. He like so I about fun and I was like, okay, well what different means to have and just straight up means music. Yeah. So Faja and Faja means music god, so it's kinda of funny. Which I didn't know. I didn't I didn't name myself music. It's also like one word. Yeah, yeah. You guys were calling him Faja for like sixteen years, that's why long time that just made sense. Oh okay. Wasn't that because like you were obsessed with Austin Powers or something like that? Well we all have nicknames in our family that have that were like an evolution and usually it was like a previous nickname sounded similar to our current nicknames oh okay um and then we were watching austin powers and they said faja and that's kind of how he got it but teachers started it calling it any obsession, yeah was it out of any obsession specifically with austin powers though yeah but yeah that's where the name came from not because he calls himself music <laughs> 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 that would just be be on my high horse <laughs> yeah the record label is slot sound records yeah because mm. lo-fi slots are slow it's all very very cool. chill music yeah i like the i'm obsessed with the logo it's good. Uh, Emily Samoes drew it. If anybody's wondering, yeah. Who? Raven Emily Samoes. She's like Emily Samoes. <laughs> I guess. It's like, just a sloth like sitting on a chair, and his chair is one where he's like has his headphones on, and he's like looking at his iPhone. Yeah. And the other one is he just smoking a joint. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, when we released it, we edited it, so we we're both sitting on a couch, and between us was a sloth on his phone. <laughs> nice. And we're all on our phones together. So we, <laughs> yeah. Those are cool. some real wholesome nicknames that you guys have. It's not like because I'm thinking my girlfriend, her family gave like all they have four kids mm-hmm. and they gave all the kids nicknames yeah. after their worst quality so like Damn. one of them was nicknamed Rage the other one was nicknamed like Woes cause they're like really like oh woes me no another one was Complains do you know what like really sh- your nickname is uh oh you fucking told us on the episode where you were hungover oh what the fuck I know what it is I know it's, what it is. it's not Alakin just play what everybody believes I know it's not Alakin I know it's not Alakin it was um fuck I forget it's Bane. a Batman character. It's what? It's Bane. That's it, yeah. And it has nothing to do with Yeah, it has nothing to do with the same name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably like not from 17, Simpsons. 18 years in the running, too. Yeah, that's from Simpsons. McMahon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Can I call you Rage now? I like the opposite of Rage. Yeah. I might Rage when I play chess, so that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only time I've seen you angry is... Uh, when you're trying to get people out of the house. Yeah, that's fair. Every time I get people out of my house, and you're party. Or when you guys went to Ireland and you're like, potatoes again? Fuck! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. There's a bit of rage behind that, but, you know, maybe a couple times when I was drunk, I was mad. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't really get very mad. If you have whiskey, if, if, if brown people have whiskey, then yeah, you Yeah, whiskey affects brown people, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, we, well, especially me, I can't have dark alcohol. Really? Or else just like, I used to survive bad. off honey. <laughs> I would like survive off honey, and if I have honey now, I get so. I love honey. Up. Yeah, I, I cannot. Like, I cannot drink brown alcohol like for the life of me. I just get like honey. something about it. Yeah, well, like, I can't. I, I love it, but like the last few months when I've been drinking it, I just get so messed up. I will like never sit down and like get drunk off honey. You but should. like, I, I feel like I'm like, 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 for Friday night. I'm just gonna fucking drink Henny alone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, f- I find Henny's more of like my like sit down and like lax type type drinks. Because do you like any other mm. cognacs? Crevasse. I like Crevasse better than a Henny, but I don't drink it if I'm at a bar. Yeah, it's I, also like super expensive, so it's like it's like I don't want to I don't want to be buying a whole bottle of Henny for fifty bucks. And yeah, then plaster it's through. Bucks now for a bottle. Oh my god! See what I mean? You ever have sailors? I hate sailors. Man, I like it. Li- like legitimately, just gives me like a terrible stomach rot. I feel like I just blood ones because of it. 
I, you I, what? I, I finished in grade 12, actually, yeah, I was with one of my best friends, and, like, I, him and I were going back and forth. No, with Sailor Jerry's. He was oh, drinking. Silly he Jerry. drank a whole Silly Jerry. Silly Jerry was so good. I had a really good night on Silly Jerry's, but I threw up. My friend made me throw up. Oh, he, stuck, he stuck his finger down my throat. Like, you finish yeah. the two six of Sailor Jerry's, you have to puke. Stuck his finger down my throat, and I puked. I, I drank it, and then I couldn't drink it. I drank a whole two six of it, and I threw up blood all over at a house party. I it threw was up, horrifying. I threw up blood after I drank I was hungover for a week. I drank a 40 of, <laughs> uh, of Johnny Walker Red. Oh. And which is like absolute dirt. I could have probably taken a shot and I, pu- I puked out blood that night. It was the only time I ever puked That's out blood. Disgusting. I puked out blood after a night at District. I'm forget- I forget what the event was, but I like I just me and my buddies were just plowing through bottles, and I just it's stepped outside down. at the end of the night and just like was it like pung over the blood, or is it like liquid with like red? If it's in black, it? then it's like blood. I puked out like liquid with red in it. It looked like red. No, no, yeah, like it was like. Blood, like, cause yeah, like you said, yeah. it was like dark, oh, yeah. like it was like speckles of red, cause I guess it was like I don't know. I've never done it that bad. I, on his birthday, like, a couple of years ago, we went through like twelve bottles of champagne. Oh, that was, yeah. and <laughs> I puked out like carbonated blood. Oh yeah, it was, it was for New Year's. That, that night is also champagne. a testament to why we don't drink dark alcohol. That's also a night testament to why I don't drink champagne anymore. It's just the worst. I hate worst, champagne. Worst hangover this anymore. whole conversation's reminding me of something my friend told me. He was like, yeah, you know, he was in high school, and he's he's always been kind of like a chip on the shoulder, like, I'm going to prove everybody wrong and tell them to go fuck themselves yeah. kind of person. He's more mellowed out now, but, like, in high school, it was really bad. So he's like, I was pissed off, but, like, I wanted to go to the gym and, like, do shit, and, like, people would always drink and go to parties, and he's like, I was so sick of their alcoholism, I was like, I'm going to become an alcoholic. <laughs> Beat alcoholism <laughs> and shove it in their face. <laughs> that that must be really tough. It's yeah. He he said he couldn't do it. Like it's really hard to be an alcoholic. He's yeah. you have to hate yourself a lot to just like be an alcoholic. Well, you have to yeah. need it. Essentially, you have to need a drink. Well, yeah, because right? so, your body rejects alcohol. You throw it up. I've I've drank every day before. Like I had this part of time where I was like drinking every day, but it wasn't like a need for it because I was always at parties or I'd have like six mm-hmm. parties a week and then the one night that I didn't wasn't hosting a party I'd be going out because that's the night that like somebody else was going out so it was like a span where I drank probably seven days a week for a while mm-hmm. but like the moment I didn't have to I just I was able to stop it wasn't like a need for it so I, I don't know like at what point it's, it's like I need this drink today and maybe it's a hatred in yourself I don't know I mean, well, once, once, you start, once you start drinking then it's uh like your body wants more, it gets addicted to it. It's a well, it crazy cycle. Like a withdrawal thing. I yeah, yeah. Withdrawal. I mean, uh, have you ever heard of uh, the saying? And we mentioned this on the last episode, I think. It's uh, the opposite of addiction isn't sobriety; it's connection. Mm. So, like a lot of people who have addictions, I mean, obviously they're uh, addicting <laughs> yeah. uh, qualities of like drugs and alcohol, but. There has to be something going on mentally with you that, like, you're not well, getting basic emotional needs. That's Well, that's kind of like what we were just listening to the car. We were listening to Alan Watts talk about his thing called The Art of Love. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, like... <clears throat> Audiobook or podcast or what? Uh, it's just, like, a, a talk that he did mm-hmm. back when he was alive. And um, so it, it was basically saying that, like, uh, selfish people aren't actually selfish. They love things that are they love alcohol they love ice cream whatever the hell it is um those are two examples he used but he said that you have to water pretty much what you love and uh or so you, you have to you have to water love in other spots rather than in things like alcohol so it kind of makes sense you say connection is the mm-hmm. opposite of addiction well it fills a void essentially i guess yeah is the, what you're getting at 
I mean, you guys are big Joe Rogan fans, right? I mean, uh, Johan Hari was on twice, and he's an author of the books uh, Lost Connections and Chasing the Scream. Yeah. And it talks about depression and addiction <clears throat> and how a lot of people say, like, oh, depression is, like, up. there's something going wrong in your brain. There's a biological aspect to it, which is true. Yeah. But just prescribing uh, drugs isn't going to help. Like, there are Never a lot of people. I've never really seen that help. Like, anybody I've known that's depressed that's gone on it, it just makes them, like, a robot. Yeah, they don't really become better. And they're never really happy. I, I it actually worked for me. That's why I put my hand up. No one could see that. Yeah, I, I got on Prozac in May 2015. So did you go off of them after? Did you yeah, it, it was a really easy. And I think it's probably because my uh, like again, I had a really good network. Yeah, and I was just it, a lot of it was situational, right? Like it kind of checks out his theory in my case because like I was at a school I hated. I was around people who I hated Mm -hmm. and I was doing things that I didn't find fulfillment in and I didn't have control over my whole life. He talks about an aspect of control. As soon as I left schools in that transition period and I was done and I was able to leave and go into summer on my own agenda. Something to satisfy you. Yeah. And I was also, I was taking the Prozac as that was happening. So it was a lot of momentum in the right direction. Did you just stop? I eased off. I went yeah. from about, I took two a day for about four months, and then I took one a day for about a month, and that's good. You used to get yourself on your feet, and then you... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, a lot of people, I think it was, what he talked about is a lot of people need to feel control for their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They need to feel like they're doing something that they love, right? I can't yeah. remember the fucking specific <clears throat> example, but he was talking about, like, addiction um, with... Uh, like how safe houses helped the opioid crisis in Portugal and Switzerland and how when they legalized or when they decriminalized drugs in Portugal, their opioid crisis cratered. And in Switzerland, when they got safe houses and they legalized hard drugs, like injection spots and shit like that. And then we were talking about this last time about uh, Brian Bowman trying to get safe houses. And we're actually, uh, we've been talking to Wab Canoe to try to get him on the podcast. So we'd love nice. to talk to him about that. Cause he's big on that shit as well. Yeah. yeah. Apparently most, uh, addiction uh, sprouts from, uh, like P or let's say PTSD, but abuse. Yeah. Like, trauma. Trauma. And yeah, yeah th- that's something that I've heard as well. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> one of the things that the guy, Johan Hari, he said he used to have like an overeating disorder. He gained a lot of weight cause he'd love to eat. Mm-hmm. And when somebody asked him like, Oh, have you ever been abused in the past? And he said, yeah, I like, guess, father or stepfather as a kid used to beat him yeah and he never thought it had anything to do with it but when he was doing an experiment there was this woman who said when she was a child she was raped and she had overeating issues as well Mm -hmm. and she kind of came to the conclusion after a long period of time that she knew that or it's not she knew but like she was raped because she was seen as something that was pretty Mm -hmm. that's obviously there's more dimensions to it but she wanted to become the farthest thing from pretty stuff that wouldn't happen again so she overate and didn't take care of herself and interesting that makes sense yeah it does make sense a lot of those uh it seems like a lot of those issues usually sprout from yeah like we said uh trauma and either people learn to inflict it inwards or outwards Mm -hmm. which is why if you look at like the history of a lot of abusers Mm -hmm. they often are the ones or were the ones that were abused but they learned to inflict it outwards and then some people learn to internalize it and then hurt themselves yeah like r kelly you know, R. Kelly was uh, sexually abused by his sister when he was a kid. Him I did not know that. We're both sexually abused by the sister. Crazy. I, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. I thought the guy just had like a really messed up fetish and had an issue <laughs> that like he needed to like be locked up for. I think I, that's also part of it. Like he had both of those things exist simultaneously. I have yeah. like a, I guess a firm belief that people are born inherently good, but 
there's things that happen along that way that will change the outcome, I guess. Yeah. So a lot of the people that, you know, we would say are obviously bad, they do bad things. Mm -hmm. Um, it often, they, they weren't just born that way. It's something that happens that molded them into that person and it's unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And, uh, we deal with all the outcomes after. Yeah. I think obviously there are a bunch of exceptions, right? Like somebody like <laughs> Ted Bundy, who is a psychopath who mm -hmm. just like said, yes, I murdered those people. Yes, I would do it again. Mm -hmm. No, I'm not going to change it. Obviously there are people yeah. who are born without uh, emotional intelligence and they're just, there's exceptions to every rule. Yeah. But you're right. There's some biological things that can happen mm -hmm. or you'll, you'll be born with like, yeah. without like, yeah. like empathy yeah. or empathy something. Empathy or yeah. feeling. Yeah. You're right. And like, which uh, is also kind of sad because they're missing that dimension. In their yeah. Lives. Yeah. They're yeah. obviously missing something beautiful life yeah. essentially yeah. people with bpd struggle with that as well uh, mm. borderline personality disorder yeah, yeah. and uh what the fuck was this oh yeah this book i was reading in the summer is called mindful compassion it talks about how we are all products of our environment until we actively choose not to be yeah so sure. if you just kind of go through life going through the motions going completely with the flow yeah you're going to become whatever around you mm -hmm. right until you decide like no i don't want this or no I, or, or i want you have to almost this. know to say no to your environment yeah a, I feel lot like of, a lot of people feel like yeah. they don't necessarily have a choice and maybe sometimes they don't hey there guys my good friend eric perrant at my ride auto wants to save you the hassle of going to the dealership if you're looking to buy sell or trade a vehicle you tell eric what you're looking for and he'll bring it right to your front door for the absolute highest level of customer service matched with stress-free approval and purchase call or message eric perrant get approved today his number is 204-297-2824, or you can reach him at Perrant111 on Instagram or look him up on Facebook. Eric's a terrific guy, and MyRide Auto specifically works with people who don't have very good credit and want to get approved for a car fast. Contact Eric today. Or mm -hmm. they just don't know better. A lot of people won't grow up with like those role models or like good parents to be able to tell them that mm -hmm. like, you do have a choice, which is sad. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. one of the biggest issue in a lot of people is like a lack of self-esteem and that comes from the parents. And like mm -hmm. when you have a lack of self-esteem, <clears throat> you just can't really develop into, there's a lot of things you're going to miss out in your life like you're, to be able to develop. And a, lot, and a lot of it would have to do with how like successful you are uh, in a business sense too, like work career-wise. If you don't have enough self-esteem, like you're really going to miss out on a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. And I think, uh, sorry, were you going to say that? No, no, go ahead. Oh, okay. I was just going to say like, for a lot of people, unfortunately, this is the case, and I'm sure you can think about times like this in your life, uh, people don't change the path they're on until they're, uh, what the fuck is the word I'm looking for? They're confronted with great pain, right? Mm -hmm. like, I didn't change the path I was on until I realized I hated my school, I hated the people I was around, I didn't like myself that much. Yeah. You know, there was that great pain where, you know, after I got on Prozac, I decided to switch things up. I'm like, okay, I have to do something about this now, right? And I'm sure you guys can think of stuff in your life. Yeah. Unfortunately, some people don't just kind of go through life and think, oh, you know, they're always constantly evaluating what's working, what's not working. It takes that huge pain for them to realize, yeah. okay, stuff isn't working. A lot of people think that because, you know, uh, they create their own lives, even if they aren't actively doing that, right? Like their yeah. lives are what they're doing. They think it's perfect until it's not and they have to change it. Yeah, you know, that's kind of why I think we, uh, we need to invest heavily in like early childhood development and also like uh community resource programs for like teenagers so you have people yeah. around that can that will be those role models and that can t that can uh 
influence you in that way to, to, to take a no, change in your path? It's how to change the next generation, essentially, because obviously if there's issues with the people of this generation, if their parents, it's not going to really help the next generation. So yeah, I think having a positive role model for a lot of people would change that. Yeah, that's uh, resources. Yeah, that's like, it's like one reason that I would actually want to have kids. I'd say because mm-hmm. I, to I think properly. No, yeah, well, yeah, well, t- but because like now that I'm kind of aware of like, I guess a lot of the things that stem in your childhood that can f- flourish all sorts of bad things. Yeah, it would kind of excite me to see how someone could turn out if they are raised properly and and uh you're conscious of like what your parenting would do to them mm-hmm. and what their environment would do to them so yeah i mean yeah we we need more people like that i think that's one of the reasons i want to have kids in a older i think it's a tangible opportunity to make the world a better place yeah like i can only exactly. do so much right like even if i was grant cardone or gary mm-hmm. Vee and i had all these channels where people could consume my content i actually have you know if i have kids now I have, like, a physical person yeah. to make the world a better place, right? And I think, I mean, obviously there's that joke that, like, isn't it funny how the people who are overpopulating this earth are the ones who are too dumb to, to wear a condom or the ones who yeah. are too dumb to do X, Y, Z, yeah. right? I think, and I think there is some truth in that, right? Like, obviously, some people need to actually, I, I call it, okay, so I'm going to take a walk around my point here. So make sure you bookmark what you're going to say in your head before I said this, because you might forget it. But um, I call it throwing up bullshit. So I have uh, this theory. I, I compare everything in my life to basketball, right? Like, if if you were going to go into a test without preparing, do you think you're going to do well? Yes. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you don't play basketball, if you don't practice, yeah. and you go to play in a game, do you think you're going to do well? No, of course no. not. So then why, why do that with a human being? Like, if, mm. do you read self-help books? Do you go to seminars? Do you uh, have a mentor? Yeah, do you, you have see, role models. Yeah, do you have positive, positive role models? Positive yeah. encouragement behind you. Do you have any sort of wisdom? Are you doing mm. anything to make yourself a better person? No. Yeah. yeah. Why are you having children? Yeah, I think people need to think, like, for the sake of the world. Uh, Just people, yeah. Think before you... Uh, decide to have a kid make sure that your life is in order and that the person you're having a part uh, kid with is in order because you do need two parents some, there's going to be some arguments against that that you anybody should have the right to have a child not that i anybody anybody should but i think people should should try their best to, to yeah, put well, their yeah. parents in order i i 100 agree i'm saying people would argue against that and i think it's just the smart decision like yeah you could go have a child if you're not ready but if you really want the child to live its best life maybe you should consider making sure yours is yeah the best it can be before you have that child or at least close to the best it can be i should clarify too if like if you have a kid and uh if you're pregnant and uh and you don't want to get rid of it i'm not going to judge you for that obviously yeah but 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 if like if you're if you're like in a relationship and you guys are like deciding if you want to have a kid you should think of what the outcome will be too i'd say well i mean everybody here's i think where i kind of lie on the matter and you guys whether you relate to this or not chime in please i think like it's a free country it's a Mm -hmm. free i believe in freedom for people do whatever the fuck you want yeah but think about what you're going to do before you like if you want to set yourself on fire and jump off a cliff, like man, it's pretty much like having a kid, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck. Sounds like having a kid. Yeah. yeah, but think about what's good. Actually, I have this joke where I say it's like I, I'm not close to any, I'm not anywhere close to this part of my life, but I, I feel that like when you're trying to have kids with your wife or girlfriend, and you just finish like nutting inside her, it's the same feeling as when you're shopping online for clothes and you just hit confirm order. 
you know, just that like <laughs> and then immediate... you're like questioning it. You <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the second part. It's like you just that immediate wave that's of the delivery time, wave of regret, and then you're like, oh fuck, you check your bank account. You're like, am I ready for well, this? Well, that's why you need to just make the decision before you nut the girl, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But you need to you need to plan it out. You need but to where, where where if you're not happy with your life, why would your kid be happy with its life? Yeah, right? like yeah. freedom is good for people, but obviously, it's just to wrap up what I was saying with a nice little bow. If you're not going to have any form of discipline in your life, you can't blame anybody but yourself if your life isn't where you want to be or if things go off the rails. Yeah, you need, yeah, there's definitely a level of control you have over, or the, over your own life. Obviously, there's like uh, external things that will influence your life, mm-hmm. but you need some level of discipline for sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that discipline is widely taught enough, though. That's what part of the issue is. Yeah. A lot of things. Well, I think, do you think, because. Somebody brought this up to me, and I think it's a good point, but I think there, there needs to be a balance to this. I think the school system's failing us. It's horrible. To a horrible degree. Like, obviously, you need to have people in the workforce, right? Like, if we don't have plumbers, if we don't have uh, fucking... Why can't I think of any other practical job? Whatever. People can fill in this blank. <laughs> yeah. But if you don't have people who are working in the workforce, the world, obviously, isn't the same world that we have. And not yeah. everybody can be an entrepreneur, and everybody can be an owner, and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. But if we're not teaching like some personal development or some discipline or some, uh, I think there's fundamentals to life that are being taught. And then people are like, well, your parents should teach you that. And it's like, that's the issue that we have. It's an unfair playing field. Well, and you also have, you're expecting the parents to teach the kids things that you're not equipping the parents to teach the kids. Mm -hmm. Essentially. Like one of the big things I always talk about is like, your financials essentially you don't really learn how to manage it like i didn't know how credit actually worked and i'm a fucking entrepreneur of sorts until mm-hmm. like the last year and it's like why didn't i know that and it's like your parents should tell you that it's like well my dad's a financial consultant and my stepmom's an actuary and they both went to school for like 18 years and specifically this and it's not that they didn't try to teach me it they did try to teach me but you don't really learn it's like what i but i would like why didn't i learn that stuff in school yeah i feel like, and it's like if i would have learned that stuff in school i probably would have saved myself like a hundred like a couple hundred grand in the past eight years of trying to be an entrepreneur out of like just knowledge over finances that I didn't have until now mm-hmm. and it's like why isn't that stuff taught in high school because I think if everybody knew that going and graduating from high school there'd be a lot less like people would be able to move up make savings make investments so like mm-hmm. student loans would basically be like obsolete people knew how to manage their money and yeah, save their money well, there's right. so much stuff that you're learning in school and I don't think is really applicable for a lot of people School isn't centered around. It's I feel like it's, it's, it's centered you, around like one central idea, right? I just, feel like it's getting you ready for university and not for life. I don't think I, it, it's even getting you ready for university. Depends to, to, to a point. Yeah. yeah. Well, like it depends what field you're going in, but like True. I think that's the idea of it. When I think the idea that should be to get you ready for life. Mm-hmm. I feel like one thing that it failed a lot is it didn't teach me how to think. I didn't really. I feel like I didn't learn much thinking skills until after you high learn school. The past, essentially, but you don't learn. You learn. Them, you learn memorizing facts, which is like not really learning. Yeah, yeah. memorizing yeah. stuff that, that's going to vanish. A lot of people don't memorize well. That's why I was so. The classes I was good in personally were very specific, and usually, aside from history, which I was very good at, specifically because I was like really interested in it. The only other thing I was really good at was physics, and it was because I didn't really need too much memorizing. It was just like formulas. Yeah, you know what my biggest skill was in school? Mm. Distracting people in the group project. <laughs> Best skill. Yeah, every you could have put me in the group with kids with ninety fives and above. We were getting shit done. Yeah, when I was <laughs> and that's why you do stand up comedy. Literally, that's why I'm on the podcast. <laughs> that's why I'm for you. Spewing yeah. my fucking opinions all over the place. Like how many? Uh, 
class options did you have in your school? Like aside uh, from like obviously the basic English. I had more options when I left St. Paul's. Like St. Paul's was very. I'm not sure if you guys. We, I went. To I, I went to St. Paul's for sure. Like my school had like no options. Where'd you go? Uh, Belleville. Okay. And I'm sure they have more options now. Like you could go to like the arts tech school if you wanted to go to then you get a few more options. But if you're like in in um, the actual high school, your options like film studies, taking an additional history class, taking calculus, like comic, air guitar, or band. I was like, air pretty, guitar. You know, really guitar or. But <laughs> 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 I was like, I was like, I was like, that's pretty much your options. Like, there was no like. FRC had a lot of options, actually. I was really yeah. pleased with Fort Richmond when I went there. Trent Taylor did, too. Probably yeah. had, like, a solid, like, 30-ish. We had, like, a journalism oh, portion, options. like, family studies. We had, oh, we had a bunch of, we had creative writing. We had, um, and I'm just listening to things that I was interested in. At that point, I think they should also force the kids to sit with, like, student councils and stuff to, like, identify what they actually want to do. Yeah. And, like, that's the biggest concern is, like, kids always freak out about, like, and you shouldn't. But it's like, what am I going to do? And they don't realize that after high school, you probably have several years before you figure out what you want to do if you ever do figure out what you want to do mm-hmm. well it's because a lot of people oh, sorry finish your, no, finish your you, point I, and, uh, yeah so I was like I think they should help because kids might want something in high school and they'll take those classes and then they'll just forget about it mm-hmm. and like, everything I took was based around what I wanted to do in university and that's not at all was it applicable to me because not what I'm doing now obviously so yeah yeah, and I just because I didn't really identify what I actually wanted to do and what I wanted to do wasn't really realistic so I feel like it'd be cool if there's a way to kind of identify how people's personalities and brains function so you can assign them properly for what they'll do after like if like yeah like if somebody's clearly a creative type or they're an analytical type or they're like whatever classes that explore your creativity to yeah. figure out what you want to do from there mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. or let people be creative i don't think high school really lets people be creative at all no i forgot everything like, at high all school. yeah I, I don't fucking remember i got a 70 in bio grade 12 i couldn't tell you shit about what meiosis or mitosis is <laughs> i couldn't tell you how many fucking chromosomes we I have don't remember <laughs> my physics formulas and that was my best subject i remember basic math I, yeah i can add and subtract but i got a calculator on my phone i remember I that, that i was like forced to play volleyball and i hate volleyball <laughs> sport that would go on in my school <laughs> i remembered bits of journalism but i actually liked that and i remember i remember how funny it was when i failed chemistry I remember, <laughs> that's what i remember i remember that hero the jet Li movie is a great movie because it's in my film studies class and i love that movie i remember that gattaca the movie about fucking biology sucked dick and i hated it. <laughs> i i didn't take biology I did. It yeah. was mainly because I, my, uh, the biology teacher, like, didn't like me. When I was chemistry teachers, the same one too. So I didn't take chemistry. Oh, fuck. When I was in pre-cal in grade twelve, I had it first slot, first thing in the morning, and I had basketball practice like late every night, yeah. and it was far from my house. Like, it was at Miles Mac, and I lived in the south side of the city. So I'm like, fuck, I need to sleep. So I'd sleep through like the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. And I remember I had a test, and I looked at this test, and I was like, I don't know anything. So I decided to throw in the towel on my test. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go to sleep. <laughs> hopefully my teacher feels bad for me and lets me redo it yeah and he did hmm. so nice. it worked I failed the second time though so <laughs> at least you tried yeah whatever <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was it was a good effort I mean I don't know I just think like I'm trying to think of like if I were in the same mindset I'm in now in high school I would fight and claw and kick to get out of high school and my parents would disown I definitely would have done it differently. I would have still done high school, but I would have done it differently. Yeah. I probably would have 
I don't want to say study. Yeah, I probably would have studied more, or I would have even just worked more and saved money more. I would have spent so much money at the cafeteria. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> so like, but I was also just always hungry because I had such a fast metabolism. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd eat all my lunch, I'd buy sandwiches off people, I'd eat like eight sandwiches a day, and then I'd still buy a poutine and like a pasta salad at the, at the cafeteria. <laughs> and it was like, I was like, man. Meanwhile, like my best friend would get free food from the cafeteria, so yeah, I'd always try to match his food, and that didn't work out too well. <laughs> yeah, that was. Uh, that was Dylan because Shay, who's my business partner at Shay's, mm-hmm. his dad owns a bunch of cafeterias, mm-hmm. and his dad owned that, and he was m- my best friend's uncle. So he would get me in the cafeteria, and I'd be buying all the food. <laughs> like, Why would you get him to hook you up? Ah, they wouldn't give that much free food. Still got numbers to beat. Me oh, just yeah. getting all the kids free poutine. <laughs> like everybody in grade twelve gets free poutine. <laughs> it was a pretty small guy. I had like a seventy-three or something like that, or seventy-eight person graduating class. It was like pretty small. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was like yeah, it was around yeah, it was around there. Yeah, it's crazy. Small school. I mean, what's that stat? It's like fifty percent of people after they graduate university or leave university don't read a book. Like I've read, I think ten or fifteen books this year, and I feel like I'm going at a slow pace. You know, I didn't. I didn't enjoy reading until after high school i enjoyed it i I started loving reading probably about a year ago now and then i I just keep reading was it because you actually read things you enjoyed yes (laughs) and also because i feel like i was taught how to and when i say read i don't mean like how to read i mean like how to read a book with the depth of it like to get the depth of it Mm-hmm. Which I felt like I was yeah. Taught. You're just forced to read the words, and then you have to try to write about it, and it's like, yeah, if it's too forced on you, it's not really. No, you want to ha- you want to actually have to do things yourself, right? What if mm-hmm. schools like let you pick between a series of books each time, and then it was like, and each were like on a different spectrum, so it'd be something that you could actually enjoy. More. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I pick Go Dog Go. I, I used to read. <laughs> I used to read a bit when I was like younger, but it was books I liked. I liked mm-hmm. those Narnia books. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked uh, Girls Riderwall books, and then in grade like ten, eleven, twelve, I had like a Twilight obsession. I read every nice. Twilight book like five times. I read The Fault <laughs> in Our Stars in grade eleven, then hid it from people. This guy's The Fault in Our Stars. Nice. Yeah. This guy's at St. Paul would call me gay for it. So <laughs> I was like, I'm not gay. <laughs> Everybody's gay for me. Yeah. <laughs> in high school. No, yeah. when you said the Narnia series. <laughs> It was like when I was in grade four. When I was... Okay, so you remember, I think it was a year or two ago when Louis C.K. first got Me too Yeah. I didn't know who Louis C.K. was. Embarrassing now because I'm a comedian, but yeah. I didn't know who he was. So I thought it was C.S. Lewis. Oh, no. And I was like, yo, that's not <laughs> impressive that a dead dude jerked off in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, my God, that seems hard to do. <laughs> I was thinking of doing a bit about that, but like... We Johnny's is cracking down on offensive jokes. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, and we and Louis C.K. was just in Winnipeg recently. Right. And that was a huge kerfuffle. Julian yeah. got in trouble for that. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it was a huge job. thing. So I'm like, ah, I'm going to hold off on that joke. Yeah. It's fair. Yeah. And maybe wait a year. It's fair. Comedy just like on the line of getting eliminated in general. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I feel, well, I just, yeah, like people are way too critical of comedians. Like, that's their point of, to I take those. I think a lot of people that have been through some hardship like to joke about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why a lot of people will make like racist jokes about themselves. Like, usually a lot of my racist jokes are about brown people because anytime I've experienced racism it's sort of being like visibly brown. Mm-hmm. So I was like, and I feel like a lot of comedians do that. Mm-hmm. And that's what where the jokes are offensive, and then like, I don't know. So I feel like this should be some sort of like 
I don't know if there were you're allowed to joke about it. Have you mm-hmm. seen uh, Chappelle's new special? Stitch I like it, but I'm sure a lot of people are for sure offended about it. I remember. Oh, sorry. You go. Know, you, know, you go. You go. You go. You go. Okay. I was gonna say three episodes to hear me. Go I remember ahead. there was like a really old South Park episode, um, really old, where Kyle's brother Ike was like, "Either it's okay to joke about everything, or it's not okay to joke about anything, because mm-hmm. you can't, you can't possibly make a distinction." Mm-hmm. So That's I kind of, I kind of abide by that. But I would say if you know, like if you're if you're in front of some group of friends and you know very well that somebody would take it to heart, then maybe don't make the joke. Exactly. But that you shouldn't be trying you to offend somebody yeah. specifically. You shouldn't be trying to offend somebody. I mean, also there's gonna be stuff that I wouldn't joke about because it would piss me off. But I don't think I can tell somebody else that they're not allowed to joke about it. Yeah, you, you just I would be, just be pissed if you did in front of me. Probably don't associate with them, right? Like, yeah. yeah, and obviously it's a balance thing, right? Like obviously everything's fair game, but like there are distinctions, right? Like I think as a Catholic, I get full reign at Catholic jokes. I mean, if somebody else does Catholic jokes for me, I'm not offended by it. Yeah, but like if somebody were to do like obviously, I mean, things that you aren't and you're hurt by it but you can do it because you're that thing. It makes more sense, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think Chappelle, yeah. he had this really funny joke about Jesse Smollett where, uh, juicy Smollett, juicy. Yeah. <laughs> when, uh, Jesse Smollett said that the people that beat him up with the MAGA hats called him like the F word and the N word. Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, he's like, that really confused me. Cause that doesn't sound like something that white people who are racist would say. Yeah. That sounds like something I would say. <laughs> He's like, racist white people don't watch Empire. They don't know who Jesse Smollett is. Yeah, I do, I do remember that. That's hilarious. Yeah. I didn't watch that yet. Yeah, but it got a zero on Rotten Tomatoes in the first week because, like, the people who were reviewing it were, like, well, you really be, hard left. Anybody like, who no. reviews anything typically are people who are angry. Mm-hmm. People don't really, like, review something because they're so happy about it. They want to write it. They want it because they're so mad at what happened. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, he says a lot of questionable things in it, but I, I just feel like the mo- the more you start limiting comedy, it's not good anymore. The thing too, um, in a way, it's kind of verbal gentrification. Yeah, because all you're doing is you're you're cleaning up the surface, making it look nice, but really, what you think is the core of the issue, whether somebody actually is racist or whatever, will still be there. You're not yeah. going to clean it up by having people not make racist jokes. I don't. I, at least I don't think. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Racist people are going to so. be racist, right? Yeah. So it's just like, you making a race. I mean, like, making a race joke. I mean, obviously a white person shouldn't make, like, a blatantly racist joke, but mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle making those types of jokes, he, like like we said, he kind of has that past, right? He's... It's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's... it's A lot of times, it's just funny. <clears throat> like, funny isn't necessarily... I know there are, like, these things about... Joe Rogan talks about this a ton. They, they, yeah. Some people say, like, oh, funny is only if you're punching up. Like, not necessarily funny is funny like if something's funny it can go right like i i used to it doesn't mean it's your belief either right? yeah exactly it could just be so ridiculous that yeah. you're laughing at it it doesn't yeah. mean that you're like believe what just was said sometimes you just say something ridiculous because it just makes no sense and that's what's funny about it yeah and you worded that so far much better than i could because i was struggling to find yeah. it. there's <laughs> always those uh jokes that you'll feel pretty bad at laughing for but you laugh yeah you and laugh and you're like oh i'm a shitty person i shouldn't have laughed at that then you laugh again <laughs> I, it's, but it's like you know you shouldn't be laughing at it but it's so absurd that you laugh at it so it's like i think part of the thing that makes it funny is that it's Wrong. obviously absurd yeah, yeah. it's yeah. an absurd thing it's like this is a really bad thing to say it's like you shouldn't say that oh my god like it's kind of like back in like when you're kids if somebody said fuck you'd be yeah. like oh my god like you can't say I that think yeah. I think it's Chappelle talks about the Kevin Hart thing too and it's kind of about yeah. like, where it's like obviously his tweet was so absurd that he didn't believe that like 
I think it was like something like he'd throw in the dollhouse at his kid for being gay. Something like he would have had to buy him a dollhouse in the first place. Like, obviously, <laughs> like, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, well, that's like so absurd. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. I don't really know how to put limits on comedy without being ridiculous. Well, I yeah. mean, my thing is if, uh, and you guys are absolutely right. My thing is if I hurt somebody's feelings, yeah. I will always apologize for hurting the person's feelings. However, sorry, like you should apologize for it, but you shouldn't go out there to hurt somebody's feelings. It's very different. Like I don't think any comedians nowadays are doing it to hurt people. Exactly. They're doing it. But there's a lot of guys, I think like uh, Bill Burr perhaps, who is just doing it to make a point that he shouldn't be allowed to do it. I just never, like Bill Burr's latest special was really funny. I just am not a fan of Bill Burr. You are, you are. are. I'm not really. Oh, I I, I, I like Bill Burr, but it's because he's so absurd. I just think his shtick is kind of overplayed. He's like, I'm a loud, angry guy from Boston, and this person did this. Like, hey, fuck, man, we get it. There's an annoying bitch at your work, and she did this. It's pretty much just just ranting. Yeah, and you're from Boston. We get it. What I was going to say, though, was like, I'll always apologize for somebody's feelings. Yeah. But I'll, sometimes I won't apologize for what I said. Like, I think I said something once to piss my friend off. Yeah. And it was, it was true, right? Like, they were acting in a way that I was like, you need to stop doing this. And they got really upset. They were, I was like, you know, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings, but I'm not sorry for what I said. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, the, the way I see it, too, is like, comedy is another form of art. Yeah. Um, and the moment you try limiting art, you're going to kind of ruin it. Because where, where is the line? Imagine if we tried doing that with music or Maybe movies or anything. In Germany. Yeah, well, they, they, they did try. Yeah. yeah. What's that? They did try to remember when, uh, what the fuck was a Christmas song? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Biggest Cold Outside. Right, yeah. I was going to say Take Me Home Tonight. That's not a Christmas song. Take Me Home Tonight. Take Me Home Tonight. The thing is, though, if we start trying to draw lines, the question is where is it going to end at some point? People, like, if, like, who who's in control of it? If it became a government-legislated thing to draw a line on what music you should make or what you shouldn't, then We're there's some real, there, yeah. yeah, there's some real risks to that. I'm pretty sure that's actually a thing in in China. I'm sure there's places where you're not allowed to like, yeah. draw certain things. You know, there's like, no free yeah. speech or uh, there's no free speech laws in Canada. Yeah, technically they're not. No, yeah, because uh, Jordan Peterson got in trouble for that. They were trying yeah. to like legally force him to say somebody's pronouns, and he's like, "You can't do this." Yeah, there's a, there's a whole yeah. thing about that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, people don't like me if I record Jordan Jordan Peterson, not necessarily, yeah. and. I don't know. That kind of brings me to a point where it's like, just because somebody says one thing that's wrong doesn't mean everything they say is wrong. Exactly. And people believe. So yeah. I, I don't know. That's kind of why there's a people, bunch of arguments against them that I think are like, it's like, yeah, maybe he said some things that aren't accurate, but it's like, I can say I'm God, I'm not God, but if I say two plus two equals four, then I can still be right about one thing and wrong about the other, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, just because he said some wrong things doesn't mean everything else he says is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Right? For, For sure. sure. There's, the way I added, there's no one's going to say there's not a single person on the planet that's going to say something that you completely agree with. Just take what you value and take what you, and leave what you don't. And that's it. Yeah. Have you, have you ever met somebody who you're like, I agree with everything they say. I don't know. I was thinking about this joke. Um, this guy said he, he actually got kicked off stage. He was doing stand up. He made this joke where, uh, he said, Oh, what the f- I can't remember what, what led into it, but he said, um, you know that being gay is not a choice because there are black gay people. Like, nobody wakes up and says, this black thing is too hard. Like, let me also be gay. Was it a black guy that said it? I can't remember if it was. Yeah. But, like, they got really pissed off at him and they kicked him off stage. He's like, I actually think it's a woke thing to say, right? Like, I'm acknowledging oppression of yeah. mm-hmm. disenfranchised people. Yeah. Mm. And I'm using it to empower... Yeah, and he got kicked yeah, off Yeah, it's, it's not a choice. Yeah. yeah. He... 
and they booed, booed him off stage because they said it was insensitive. Yeah. No, like, I can see that happening. Yeah, I'm not too surprised about that. Yeah. Especially if he wasn't a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, there's a lot of things that are choices. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but. I mean, it kind of ties into what we were talking about off air. Yeah, there are I a lot of train of thought, and I lost that. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of things that people do, and there are a lot of diets, and there are a lot of routines out there. Yeah, that work for different people because people have different, you know, uh, they have different genetics, they have different situations, all that shit. So yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, you shouldn't hate somebody for something that's not their choice. Is that Joe's? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I agree for sure. Can how are we doing for time? One seventeen. How do you guys feel? Do you want to keep going? Or? I'm not going to keep going. I can keep going. Well, okay. what, what, what other topics did we say? Yeah, uh, so we can talk to. Uh, we got fake news on Facebook. We got clubs, ear licking. Should we start the ASMR? This <laughs> 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 the ASMR segment of the Open Mix Podcast. Yeah, you, you, just start, you just start licking at each other. Can we edit licking every two minutes? Just, just write a random lick. We need like, the perfect ones. <laughs> It's like whenever we say something like really like captivating and smart, yeah. <laughs> I have like a perfect effect after the lick happens where it's like, <laughs> where you like a little bit more spit going on. A lot more slippery. <laughs> I forgot to bring my ear mic. What? Is this, is this the ear cleaning ASMR? Oh, is it your If you were to look at ear, is that how you would look at though? I feel like if I was looking at ear, it'd be like, like really quick, move on. I could tell you that's what it sounds like. One hour? I'll tell you, well, what? one time. What? Somebody licked your ear? Mm- yeah, they. I didn't ask for it, but they put their tongue in my ear. Oh, somebody did that to me once. Like, and I was like, Immediately, just like it just tastes gross. I didn't like to clean my ears in six months. Jokes <laughs> <laughs> on you! I know. <laughs> <laughs> I can fit. I can taste it. <laughs> She's like, "That's the way. That's why I did it." <laughs> I saw those crusties around the. Some of the videos on YouTube I was just looking at. It's like wet ear licking will give you an eargasm, and I was just like, "What?" Eargasm, eh? There's a lot of different forms. I got to send you a link to my playlist of uh, YouTube videos. <laughs> I, I have one that's called cringe shit, and it's all just... It's called cringe shit. Yeah, it's just stuff to make you... Yeah, like, trust me, he has a lot Stuff to make you <laughs> highly uncomfortable. It's like, oh, I gotta send you Robocop. That's Robocop? Yeah. You, oh, you watch you Robocop? The, have you seen the real Robocop movie? No. Okay, you have to watch... Well, actually, you don't even have to watch it. You just have to watch the edited one. It's pretty awesome. Pretty horribly it's, awesome. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to spoil it. We'll put the link in the description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gets one. The whole episode will get one play. Uh, or maybe a lot more. There's probably like a couple million on that RoboCop. It's banned from YouTube. It got put back up, and I have it in my nice. playlist. It was banned. From YouTube. <laughs> a few of the videos get banned. There's a Shrek one that got banned. Shrek is live. Shrek is live. Yeah. They, well, no. This one. This one was different. It's it was called. It was called Shrek Jams Out. Uh, Mom, sorry if you're listening. But uh, it's uh, so basically Shrek's stop Shrek's, listening if you're listening, Mom. <laughs> Shrek Shrek's basically like um, in his like bed or no, he's in his house like blasting music, and Lord Farquaad comes in and he tells him like turn on the music, and Shrek Shrek's like tells him no. So Shrek goes to sleep. 
Farquaad comes in the comes into the room in the middle of the night. He takes off his sheets and then he like lifts his dick, shits on it, <laughs> puts it back down, and then leaves the room. And that's like the video. <laughs> I wonder why. So it's bad. So it's bad from YouTube. I can't find it. I tried. I tried yeah. finding it. By the way, that's the one that chased everybody out of my house when I was trying to get everybody to leave. My I house wonder party. why that got banned from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't figure that out. No, that was did actually you the audio, or did you play the full video? If the you, video. It, it was somebody drew it out. If you bought like, Shrek one DVDs <laughs> in the first month they released it, there's a second is this it? DVD, and part of the deleted scenes is that scene. Oh, is exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> How did you find that? It's just Shrek. Wait, he's on YouTube. I thought it was taken off. No, no, no. It's on Koob. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't know this was still up. Should we watch this on the podcast? I'm definitely watching this right now. We're going to have to put a link in the description to this, because this is... <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> oh yeah, this video is pretty solid. It's kind of disturbing. That looks a lot like Firefly. It's, uh... I think they switched it a bit. Yeah, it's like, this is no a bit music. different. There's the, where's the music part? Oh, here. Right, yeah, is that now, now he's about to do it. Video. Oh no, they only have the beginning. Oh, what, what the hell? They just repeated oh, your original video. Oh, okay. It's like, are you above the Oh, age yeah, of, see, it's, yeah. it's all private. So are you that's above fine. the age of 55? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be a senior to watch this. That's what I'm You can't be a senior. Oh, there you go. That, now he's doing it. <laughs> it's, better when you, it's better when you get the full context, but like. That's, that was that was like the prime one. <laughs> Man, that's why you don't want to come over. There's a next fucking samurai sword and Faja playing. Well, my sword's not in the same house as his. Dick shit. So <laughs> I don't want to go there for dinner. There's a lot of Eric Andre in my playlist and Casey Frey. Let me in. Casey Frey is the best. Let me in. Eric Andre is actually pretty good too. Holy fuck. Oh, a lot of uh, mukbang too. A what? Mukbang. What's that? It's like these videos of people where they eat like a monstrous amount of food and they like make it grab. Yeah, yeah, it's like, like, it's like, like a, a big, big piece of lobster and just dips the whole thing. Yeah, it's like it's like, a, it'd be like a lobster like the size you've never seen. And it's just like and a bowl like this big of butter and she yeah. just like dips the whole thing and she's like... And they, they make all this like slurping yeah. It's just so... so I, there's some people that are into it though. H3 made a v- real yeah. good video of it, but yes. Yeah, so. Epic Meal Time is like... The safe version. I watched like the kid version. Yeah, (laughs) I started watching a couple of those uh, hot ones videos. Those are good. I love hot ones. Couple ones last night, first time. Those are pretty good. I go watch like Kristen Stewart and then uh, Shia LaBeouf. The the baby the the live stream like at Complex Club one's pretty good. It's pretty Uh, funny. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a hot ones episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. What else? uh, What else did we put on that list? Let's bring it up. Bring it up. I think we should just devote the rest of the episode to ear licking. Here's our three hour ear licking. <laughs> Who has the altos? Who has the... Um, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the kick. Uh, your trip to Europe. Uh, yeah. Philosophy. We covered Twitter. I think we've covered a lot of them, actually. I'm just looking at yeah. them right now. We've yeah. covered a lot of these fucking topics. Uh, the weird videos that Faja watches Shrek. Yeah, we got that. Ear licking. Tinder and dating apps. Didn't even talk about Tinder. Do you want to... Actually, I should play this 10 second one. You'll like... You'll actually like this What one. is this? Is this a Shrek video? No, no, no. <laughs> Here you go. This is a VR chat. You actually put it by the mic so they can hear the song. It's actually good. That's good. <laughs> 
funny. Right? I love that video. It's, v- it's, v- it's a VR chat. Oh, yeah, I see yeah, so you see, I've shown you that one many times. Yeah, I've seen it too many times. I love that video. Have you ever been on VR chat? No. It's like you yeah, you put on a VR headset and then you go into this like world and you can be any character ever and just talk to people and it's just like the weirdest shit. <laughs> that's where that's where like the whole um show me D way thing started. Mm. The what? Show me D way. You know, oh yeah, that's yeah, where yeah, it yeah. started. Yeah. Show me um, that's yeah, where it no started. Way. Which episode was it that you guys had where you guys were talking about Tinder? I listened to it for your Shannon's. Show. Oh yeah, that's, that's one I listened to Shannon's. Tinder's an interesting cool. place. Yeah, we, I uh, I came up with. I don't know what you guys said. You said have you used Tinder? Have you used Tinder? I used I used I've I have I was just creating a bit for this because I have a thirty minute show, um, first Friday. Thirty minutes. Stand- yeah, thirty minutes of stand up first Friday. Uh, just Friday, December six. You should get at that. It's at five ninety four Main. Yeah. Like, what day? It's free Friday. Plus, December if somebody 6th. wants okay. to drive me. Yeah, yeah, I'll go. It's free though. I'm doing 30 minutes of stand up. Uh, so I created this bit. It's like the five stages of Tinder. I actually created this on this podcast. It's, the first stage of Tinder is presence. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, it's just like an app on my phone. It's a tangible uh, excuse and reminder for me to get back out there. Yeah. And then the second stage is uh, curiosity. You're like, well, if, if wonder my, who's on it. If yeah. my profile is going to be on, I might as well like edit my profile and put some pictures. Mm-hmm. And the third one's boredom. You're like, oh, swiping's fun. Like, who's on here? The fourth one's shock. You're like, am I actually going to go on a date with this person? And then the fifth is just full-blown chaos. I think my order went differently. It was like three, then two, then four. Because <laughs> I first went on there to see who was on there. It was the first mm. reason I got Tinder. Second reason I got Tinder after that was like, well, there's actually some cute girls on here. Yeah. And I was like, my, I was like might as well edit my profile because if I match some of these girls I'm slamming through, then who knows? Mm-hmm. And then fourth, I was like, am I actually going to go on a date with this person? And then after that, I just realized it was really good for club promo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's like the only reason I used it after, after, when after, I was, after three months. When I was promoting, I got like my girlfriend at the time to like go on Tinder and like oh, farm me, farm me, farm me list. She's like, oh yeah, I come out this Friday to like, to my friend's night and like, <laughs> like buy you a drink, come buy me a drink. Servers, I would book bottles off of, uh, really? off of Tinder, yeah. And they're I, like, yeah, at first I didn't even know they were doing it. They're like, yeah, I was like, how do you book a group you find them? Go Tinder. Like, yeah. shit. <laughs> like, yeah, man. It's I, kind of a hit or miss thing, I think, Tinder. Tinder? Like, I've had good experience. I've had bad ones. <laughs> Just, like, I feel, like, I feel Honestly, like there's an aspect you have to be, like, good at Tinder. It's like you have you to do be. You do have to be good at it's, Tinder. It's, it's not just swiping and matching and yeah. talking. Well, you just work interested in a very short mm-hmm. period of time, right? Most well, definitely. yeah. It's like your first fake picture has to be... Because most people don't scroll through your photos. You, you know one of my profile pictures? Actually, my third one. My, my third Shrek. profile picture. It was, no, it was Shrekless Cage. Shackless kid. It actually worked. Did we'll you have smart photos on so your first picture would be the most liked one? Or no, I didn't do that. If you think. do that, you can see which one of your pictures is the most liked one or whatever. Yeah. You know what? I I miss group Tinder. Group Tinder was solid. That was fun. That actually was. That, that was. A, that was really. I don't know why they got rid of it though. Like. I, don't know. I had a friend that I'm not going to name, but he put up a picture of him with my car when he traveled, and he got a bunch of matches because of it. Really? And wow. I, ne- I never tried that before. Were they gold diggers? Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a portion of the car you're not going to in the picture. You're not going to get anyone else. I, uh, I went on a date with this girl from Tinder. We dated for like two weeks. On our first date, her grandma died. And then two days after our second date, she almost got stabbed. No. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's a pretty tough two weeks. I'm like, are you okay? And she's just like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, are you sure? And then she started replying to me. And the next day, she texted me back. She's like, I was about to say, she didn't get actually stabbed. She She texts me back. She goes, are you even trying to have sex with other women right now? And I was like, 
What? I would would unmatch. I was like, why is that a question? She's like, because I feel like you're not and it's insulting. And I was like, do you feel like wait, she, she's insulted that you're not trying to have sex with other women? Yeah, she wants. Is in your How would I would like? How would that insult? Like I, every time you tell us, I just can't I think, grasp. I think how. she wanted to be cucked. <laughs> That's what she yeah, wanted. Maybe. I was like, she just I thought this is what the Hindu was for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I thought loyalty was a good trait. Did you have a girl in any of your pictures with you? No, I don't know. She didn't cuck. That's it. Yeah, it was fucking it's weird. Man. Explanation. It was. Tinder. I can't imagine being into cooking. Yeah. It's weird, man. <laughs> Fuck my girl for me, man. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I feel like someone with a micro deck might be into that. I mean, yeah. like, I feel like you have to have, like, such low self-respect to be, like, wanting to be humiliated like that. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, you have to, like, enjoy micro deck. I wonder yeah. what happens what, what happens to you where, like, what the reason is for that. Like, there's probably a reason why people are into that. Like a reason of being humiliated? Yeah, like why you enjoy something it. something that hurt them in the past into something they enjoy, I don't know. One of my buddies has this joke. It's hilarious. He's like, uh, you know how some people think they shouldn't have to go through the body scanner at the airport? They're like, oh, I don't want them to see my dick. And mm-hmm. they get like a full tap down and take off their pants and see their dick in person. <laughs> His joke goes like, well, I mean, I guess that's fair. You don't need to see somebody's dick to find out if they have a bomb. But you do need to see somebody's dick if you think they're going to kill themselves. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. I feel like I saw That's that like, joke. I feel like I heard as a comedian say that joke. His name's Matt Kay. He won a Rumors Funniest Person of the Day job. Uh, yeah, he performed at Teo's. Yeah, like, he's hilarious. Yeah, and yeah. Julian brought him the last time. I remember that fucking, joke. He looks like uh, U of W Harry Potter, right? <laughs> That's one of his jokes. He I looks think so, yeah. He's like, when I grew my hair out of the yeah, yeah, styles, yeah. but now I yeah. look like UFW. Yes, yeah, so I remember that. Yeah, joke I remember too. him yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was funny. He's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually some pretty funny people in the comedy show. Yeah, you should. Uh, is this is this you booking me now for Shays? I don't book them. Julian does. Fucking bastard. So you Julian hates that's me. That's exactly too. why you're not getting exactly. booked. Julian's <laughs> like, yeah, well, I'll think about it. I'm just, I'm just busting funny that. tweets. Yeah, no, I'm just busting his balls. The comedians he brings up are fucking awesome, and I'm still they, they really solid. New. There's, so. a, there's a couple that I found like I remember who the guy. There was one guy last time that was so good. Spencer. Uh, Spencer was the first time. There, there's the Jordan Wellwood. Like, I think it was like a brown guy. Jordan yeah, he's brown was guy. good too. But there's a brown guy that was before yeah. Jordan Wellwood. I think and he was fucking. Related. He, he, he was, was just related we, jokes, I guess. He was using us for his jokes. Yeah, he was using yeah. Was his name Mo Ali? <laughs> I don't remember. Maybe was he like brown or black? He was brown. No, yeah. I think he had been half brown, maybe. Yeah, he was yeah. probably half brown. Maybe tall. Short. I don't remember that much. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think there aren't that many brown comics, so why am I struggling here? Why Zari? Whatever his name is. Aziz Ansari. Yeah. <laughs> That's who it was. You were, you were down on those DNA tests? No. Oh, yeah. I'm not giving the government my... I'm kidding. If the government <laughs> wants my DNA, they're just going to fucking take it from me. I was going to say, I would say, just follow you. I think it would touch like a, a pole that you touched on crossing the street. Done deal. Yeah, we, we took one of those DNA tests. Well, you did. I did, yeah. Same. Well, yeah, same. <laughs> Hopefully. What did you get? <laughs> we can what, assume. What did you get? What did you get? Well, so, yeah, well, yeah, because while we were in Ireland, actually, it updated, and it was, like, so we're, like, 8% Irish and Scottish, (laughs) we're 42% French, we're 48% uh, East Indian, different, like, North Indian, actually, and then we're 2%, like, Wales in Northern Europe, so we found out we were actually more white than we are brown, and we're, like, wow. Yeah, that means they can make white jokes. Nice. (laughs) 
I want to take that just solely based on the fact. It's like, what, what can I make a joke out of now? Like, <laughs> you need to do it. There's a, one of my favorite comedians. He has this joke where he's like, you can't say like the R word anymore. You can't say any of these offensive the words. Retarded. Oh, okay. oh. And so he goes, you can't say all this shit anymore. And he's like, you're probably asking, Tom, what can we ask? White, or they're like, Tom, what can we say? He's like, white racial slurs. And if you're asking me like, but Tom, I'm not white. Can I say them? Yes, you can. <laughs> Nothing is more funnier than calling a white person a cracker. Or uh, his, he said his favorite was honky. He's like, because nobody actually honky's gets mad at that. Yeah, honky's a pretty funny word. That's like, a funny you just sound to it. Funny, yeah. yeah, like honk, yeah. honk, honky. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like I wonder why that's supposed to be uh, racist. On it, because the it's because it like the south, like it was just a derogatory term towards like the south, like mm-hmm. southern area, and like the, it's got to be short for something. Right? Yeah, like, it's somebody who honks their horn too much. Honky is an ethnic slur for white people. It was made popular in the nineteen seventies by a man. Oh wait, a derogatory term for a Caucasian person. The word originated from the practice of white males wishing to hire African American prostitutes in the nineteen twenties. And going to the appropriate part of town were honking their car horns to attract the whole horse. Uh, Some versions state that the reason for this was that the white men were too afraid to actually stop in those neighborhoods, so the honking would bring the hookers to them. Others say that few African Americans could afford cars back in that time. The honking signaled a higher paying white client and would quickly gain the prostitute's attention. The term comes from the word, this is the second part, honky-tonk, which was used as early as 1875 That's the one I read, I think. in reference to wild saloons in the Old West. Patrons of such dis- disreputable uh, establishments are referred to as honkies, uh, not intended as a racial slur, but as a disparaging term. Three, honky is a variation of hunky and bohunk, derogatory terms for Hungarian, Bohemian, and Polish immigrant factory workers and hard laborers in the early 1900s. African Americans began to use the word in reference to all whites, regardless of specific nation of origin. Cool. That was uploaded on October that, 27th, to the. Is that on Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Do you, you ever just go through, like, random... Things on Urban Dictionary. I should do that. Totally. I would just be like, keep hitting random vocabulary. Yeah. I get a. That's what, I, that's what I used to do with like when we were in elementary or in Belvo, like during lunchtime, or when we were supposed to be doing work on Urban Dictionary. You start trying to find just the most fucked up stuff. Yeah. I uh, I actually get a a weekly fucking. Yeah. I get a weekly newsletter from Urban Dictionary. It tells you new words. Or? Yeah. Do they send you like the gross ones or the? Oh, what the fuck did they just send me? Um, you know what's a new word that I like that I saw on the show Big Mouth? What? The word bussy. Bussy? It's so good. Why? What does it mean? Black pussy. <laughs> what? The black pussy of pussy. What My is favorite? What is, like, what? My you're favorite. You're put it in somebody's butt, you're going to put it in their pussy. Oh, okay. After I saw it, I'm like, I'm going to start using that word more. And I haven't, and I keep forgetting. Okay, here's, here's my word of the day. <laughs> the Urban Dictionary word of the day for November 20th, 2019. Dance on the blacktop. To get stabbed, shanked, or to stab someone. Mostly referred in prison. What is that? Dance on the blacktop? I'm about to dance on the blacktop. That boy got danced on the blacktop. That's it. <laughs> That's yeah. the only word of the day? Oh no, Week in Review. Dry Season, Buddy Fucker, and Thruple. Dry buddy season? Fucker. Because Dry Season got added because I know not November or something? Uh, I think so. Okay, Buddy mm-hmm. Fucker is one who will do anything to further his own personal interests without regard for the impact his actions will have on the interests of his friends or colleagues. Buddy so fuckers, over his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. buddy fuckers cannot be trusted to do the right thing and have no regard for abstract principles such as ethics or morals. This title is used frequently in the U.S. naval aviation community. When speaking discreetly, aviators may say, buddy is only half of a word. I can't believe Brad just tried to steal my job so he could get my bonus. What a fucking buddy fucker. 
um, dry season where the that's not what I thought it was going to mean yeah. at all. <laughs> that you fuck your buddies like yeah, yeah. <laughs> dry season as opposed to wet season, a period of sexual drought. No wet sexual. season's a thing, hey. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. When's that wet season? Probably uh, summertime. Yeah, I was going to say sometime in the spring, probably June. It's actually cre- it's my birthday. It's kind of funny how like wild <laughs> 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 baby. <laughs> and then Thruple is a threesome couple. Betty, Carol, and Thruple. Carl were so in oh, love. Like a couple. Yeah, they were such a lovely thruple. What is that? Is that Mormons? The Mormons that, are, that have multiple lives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. They just can't drink or smoke. I was trying to order one of those to find out what it was about. A Mormon? No, 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 no. The, the Book of Mormon. <laughs> do that? I was trying to order the Book of, the book of uh, Yeah, can I get one Mormon ASAP? <laughs> no. I tried to order the Book of Mormon. Just trying... watch the South Park thing. No. <laughs> no. Or actually, I have seen it. It's pretty good. Apparently, the Broadway play but is really good. The South Park episode's so funny. Yeah. But apparently, it's accurate. I think you have to read it to know for sure, but apparently, it's pretty accurate. There's a video reaction where the where uh, there's a Mormon that watches it, and she says, like, just yeah, a reaction to what's true and what's not, and, like, it was pretty most, much most of it was true. Interesting. Yeah. Damn. Ken, how are we doing for time? Uh, 137. Okay, let's wrap this shit up. All right. I feel like this is a good episode. Check, check. Okay, guys, is there anything you'd like to plug before we go? I felt like this is actually really good. Oh, I forgot to talk about my plug before I was going to talk about it. Your underwear? Yeah, underwear. At this point, I think I'm launching it tomorrow. It's the goal. I'm going to get my pictures. My uh, photographer's editing the pictures right now, so I should get them tomorrow. Uh, Unity underwear. Uh, made out of mainly, primarily bamboo, just eco-friendly. Super soft, hyperallergenic, antibacterial, odorless, a bunch of other benefits aside from that. But drops tomorrow. There's going to be a pre-sale that launches December 1st. If you uh, pre, pre-buy one, then you can get it before Christmas and it'll be half price. So it'll be 10 bucks for nice. a pair. Yeah, which is awesome. Everybody who's tried it has now switched and it's like, I already, I'm already making a list of They're comfy. Super comfy. I'm wearing yeah. them right now. Damn. Yeah. Good to see them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was actually pretty nice. So, I don't usually wear right underwear. I'm wearing Every, underwear. Everyone who's listening right now probably thinks you just took off your pants. <laughs> yeah. He did. Actually, he did. Yeah. His yeah. dick is out right now. Dude, put your pants back. I saw on. Yeah, put your dick in your pants. Put your dick in your pants. <laughs> you see, he's loosey carrying us. Spoiler. what about you? Um, yeah, I'll plug two things. Uh, I'm selling hoodies now. Well, I'm wearing it right now. Yeah, I saw that's dope. Yeah. Um, your name on the sleeve. It's yeah. scratched up. Your sleeve checks on the back. You can see it. <laughs> name on the sleeves. What does it say on your sleeve? Uh, the right sleeve says one equals zero. The left sleeve says zero equals one. And then can I expand on that? <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling like that math adds up. We talked about like dropping out of school and your shit says zero. <laughs> 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 so math class should be managed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> So it's not to be taken literally, obviously, but it's uh, a metaphor for, uh, like, uh, I guess some ideas in Hinduism and Buddhism. So one equals zero would be best described by saying, by by the question, when you say I, what are you referring to? And then oh, basically saying that you as a person is an illusion. Mm. Um, one of the big metaphors they use is, let's say you have a boat and you over time change every single piece of it. Is it still the same boat by the end? So basically they're saying your body isn't, isn't, is, is hardly a person. It's accumulation of all these different things you consume. Mm -hmm. Your personality is accumulation and your thoughts are accumulation of all these different things that you've also consumed. So I'm not going to go into a big 
10 minute thing about it, but that's the idea. And then zero equals, sorry, yeah, zero equals one is uh, kind of a Hindu term, um, a, not actually a Hindu term, but it, it's an, a concept where nothing is still something. Interesting. Yeah. It's a super deep sweater. Is there anything on the back? There is. There's a city on the back. Is it Farquaad shitting on Shrek's <laughs> dick? Oh, yeah. oh, it is. There's a logo at the top, too. The guys, uh, there's a logo at the top, um, city in the back. I mean, they, yeah. yeah. They can't see this, so yeah, it is. It's just Shrek getting his How much are they selling for? 55. 55. They're good quality. They fit like me, so long and slim was the idea. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Uh, oh, and then I'll plug my album comes out in like two weeks. Dope. What's it called? Cyberpunk, but P S Y. Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Mm. It's all it's psychedelic style. No. <laughs> yeah, no. That is not. You're gonna eat. Uh, you're gonna snort tofu and hallucinate while you listen to the album. Like exactly. uh, Michaela Peterson. Yeah. yeah. Right there, you go. There you go. Let me do it. Sounds like a plan. Okay. Yeah. Let's fucking sign off here. This is a good time. Have a great week, all of you. Have a great week. Peace. Peace out. Bye.